Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Damn, old man born in, oof, was that 2006? <laughs> <laughs> it's when they were born. No, it must have been before 2006. All right, good morning, people. Happy new month. Happy new week. It is Monday, the 2nd of October. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And let's get to know our host for today. It's your boy, Big Moss on the east side of the bridge. Six foot plus of pure temptation and all that good stuff. I love it. It's your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. Hello, hi. Yep. It's your girl, Just Jean, representing the fitness queens in the scene. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Ow. There you go. Looking really good today, Gina. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and for your information, we have not been out on our dates yet. You sure? No, we haven't. Uh, yet, uh, is a, yet, yet is a yet is a key word. Yet is a key word. No, we should go on a date. Hold on. You do not banner. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, man, it's all for shits and giggles. You know I've got you. On the entertainment side. <laughs> Content queen. Come on. And they call me Iman, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Always. How's everyone today? <sighs> Don't. Mm. Like, first of all, big up Brent with the... Color coordination and the yep, yep. graphics the and all that great stuff. Sign love light, that love that. You. Top of lid, looks so nice. How are like you today? A magnum sign or something. Okay. How are you today, Brent? I'm not doing this. I'm good, thank you very much. Yeah, good. Easy weekend. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah productive. Yeah. Yeah, very productive. Getting things done. 100%. Love it. I went How's to go have young? a simple meal and a drink. I saw that. Huh? I saw that and I thought. What, on Sunday? Oh, no, I said, oh, I thought you meant the other one. Was it? Was it? When loons and you was coming to tell the man about the bill and whatnot. Oh, that, that was last week. Yeah, that was annoying. They always do that to me anyway. So, But I went for a simple meal and a drink. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go for one. It was a tough weekend. You get me? Mm. Depressed. So I was like, let me just go for a drink and thing. So then I went to the place I wanted to go. And then like the security there is not usually security. You know, they're telling me they can't, I can't come in. Um, there's a brunch going on. They booked out the whole event. One on one and whatnot. Okay. So if you ain't got, like, got a booking with them or whatever, you can't come in. Didn't enjoy that. Yeah. But obviously... Um, the girls got to do what the girls got to do. Mm. But, you know, being the man I am, someone recognised me. It's like, what are you doing out here? It's like, I'm trying to come in. They can't come in. They say, what, you? <laughs> come on in. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> so me and my mate went there, ended up going to a brunch. Oh, my God. Was it fun? It was all right, but I just drank too much. But like, and that wasn't my plan. But if it was was it was it nice though? Like the brunch ambiance is nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brunches are brunches are brunches lit. Are lit brunches man. are so lit though. Like for I me, I have a brunch every day of the week. Girl. But this felt like a work do or something. Is it? Like the demographic in there was it was just, yeah, it was diverse is the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. It was just such a mixed batch, like, Asian. That's your own, the same friendship That's how you know These people don't know each other. Like, yeah. they're, they're not even, it like... It must have been at work, yeah. It was just weird, like, there's, like, 
older women, younger, white, black, Asian, Asian like just them, yeah. everything across the board. No I was just like, I don't know, how, how are we playing this? I don't know <laughs> what tactics to he use. He said, how are we playing this? Yeah, because time. we were just there, two-man midfield, all these jars and that. I'm saying, I don't even know whether to press, whether to sit back. <laughs> like, I was like, That's funny. Like, yeah, I had too much to drink, man. Yeah. Now I'm feeling it. Yeah. Is that it's why you're down bad today? Mm. I hear it. Well, you're here, which is good. That's good. Yeah. You guys? Gina? Thank God you're here. I know. Why Thank God. I was down bad. I was down bad on my deathbed, mate. I thought the Wait. vid almost had me, but you know. Well, he didn't call me to come look after you. Okay. Yeah. Silence is there. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come with your ad now. You would have not what come. What do you mean by email? It's going to add you. You would have not come <laughs> to my rescue. Do you know Brent, on well Friday when I wasn't here yet, did you tell them why I wasn't here? No. No. Okay, you're, you're, you're excused. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were saying if it is that time he if knew. If he did you tell him, yeah, yeah, 100%. You know I would have called you. Uh, to be honest, you not being here, he should have called been, him. He should have been like, where were you? I missed you today, man. Mm-hmm. Busy B man, all your working girl and that. You get me? Take How about you retire me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How about you retire me? And you know what? It's that I think I personally I feel like a fair request. Do you know what I mean? Retire me. Love you so much. Retire, retire me, baby. Retire me then. So when you come home, I'm there. This is it. Literally you're back and cool. Alright, let me sort a few things out. There you go. Oh. No behaviour but to go. But I'll work them to their bones. <laughs> uh, this is so funny. But yeah, listen, this is what I said and I stand by it. See all this kiki, kiki, kiki stuff we're doing, yeah? It is ruining my market. No, yeah, it's ruined. <laughs> when I say ru- my market is in the tatters. It's in the it. bin. No, 100%. So, you might get jumped, you know. You know those girls that don't like you. So I'm telling I'm you. Just, I'm just going to give you some information. You know those girls that don't like you. Because of this. Yeah. All right, so cool. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen, you're going to have to step up one day and be a man. I swear to God. Do you know why? Well, just be- put a ring on it. Because my market is in the tatters and it's in the bin. First of all. Got- first of all, Gina. So I'm just saying. Gina, I'm on your side. Okay, sorry. I will write you a good alibi whenever you need it. Okay, thank whenever you. Whenever you need it. Thank you. But there were other options you could have explored uh, rather than him being in it. I thought she was going to say you to be a man and stand up and tell everyone it's a joke. She said you to make it official. No, you know what? Because I, I think it's quite fun. I, I'm enjoying this. This is hilarious. This is good. Maybe it's, it's literally it's hilarious. It's, it's joke. It's, do you know what it is? It's the DMs for me. After um, the TDA thing, mm. I thought, wow, you are really invested. Some people are invested. Like, it's a mum and dad situation. They've told you it's not next year. We have certain to go matching. Yeah, matching, certain events you guys are both. Yeah, you have to be doing matching Ash OK kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah, I'm on it. Just put me on. Tell me where to buy the material. Yeah. There we go. See, this is this I mean, is I'm going to be so lit, you know. But I'm really rooting for that. I just know that my market's in the bit. I yeah. know that already. Mine too, so. Please. I know what do you know I don't believe that? Because I feel like sometimes with men, yeah, you guys become more attractive when like have you not noticed like Yeah, when a guy's taking it, when, take yeah. when, when there's like a girl around a guy, it makes them more attractive to other women, so they don't care. Please. If anything, it's up in your ma- your market. They'll be on the <laughs> watch me squash this shit. Because yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like like challenge. Yeah. I'm gonna be the one yeah. to separate that. That's the vibe they're gonna be women on. Are down bad. Women are down bad. Instead for me, man, I'm gonna be like abort mission. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that hasn't been happening, right? People haven't been getting vexed with you because. No, do you know? No, do you know what? I I keep. No, they have. I find they they must. Don't remember when I told you when I kept after the gala and it was like, oh, why has he got his hand around your neck and that's what? All right, calm, calm down, guys. Damn. 
joke. Don't yeah. mind their business. Mind your goddamn business, people. Oh, you heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a new segment. We have a new segment. Um, it's called Black History Month, lest we forget. So let's get into it. So, um, as you guys know, it's Black History Month, which is, of course, very, very fantastic. And it was an Independence Day. Well, two countries yesterday. Two African countries that we know. What's going on? What's that? Oh, I thought it's been the national anthem or something. (laughs) 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 So it was um, Cameroon's Independence Day yesterday. Yep, yep. Big up the Cameroons. Nigeria. Don't do horns for the next country. (laughs) It was also Nigeria's. um, And I was saying to Brent early before the show started that it's so funny. Nigerians in diaspora are the only ones who celebrate Mm. independence. We're the only ones who throw parties and do all this stuff because we're very disengaged I was gonna from the say, reality. It's embarrassing. What is so interesting was, I was going to say, is it me or is it really Nigerian independence? Because yeah. it was... It's quiet. Quiet. It was yeah. so interesting because usually... Do you know what happened to you know, one time? Just, a few years ago, they got dragged. Oh, is it? Yeah. The diaspora got dragged. Really? Okay, I yes, didn't know that. Because I think it was... Um, was it... When was NSARS? That was the 19th of October. Mm. So it was a year. It was a year that, you know, they trusted the people here. Were, oh my gosh, I've independence. Mm. And the people back home were like, as if you guys, as if you're not yeah. okay. Yeah. Which I've, I'm right, I'm here for the rightful dragging because I've never really celebrated independence because it's a, it's a mess. It's a damn mess. But yesterday I saw some parties, some themed stuff and I said, ah, <laughs> y'all are just embarrassing. You guys are just embarrassed. And someone actually made a, talked about it online because someone said, oh, um, there's nothing about Nigerian independence. And someone's like, yeah, but what is there to celebrate? And she was like, the only people that do all of that parties and all this stuff is people in diaspora because the people yeah. there know yeah. how bad things are. So yeah. something to think about um, when you start posting yourselves in the Asha B that you wear to someone's wedding once a year. Uh, but in Bethany's, today, the second, is actually Guinea's Repop- um, Independence Day. Big up Guinea. Big up Guinea. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, did, sorry, the doc, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> do you want to? Do you can take over that part. All right, cool. Well, basically, like, like I was saying, we just wanted to highlight a few things because obviously, you know, there's like fifty plus African states, mm-hmm. bare countries in the Caribbean, and I feel like only a handful of them really do we really kind of know about them. And you know what I'm saying? So obviously, Nigeria, we know bare about Nigeria, but I still feel like there's certain things the average person doesn't really know about Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? In fact, let me ask you guys: How many ethnic groups do you think are in Nigeria? 52. Okay. <laughs> 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 I honestly love that for that story. Don't laugh. Just <laughs> into a cough, my bed. I mean, I don't even know myself. Do I, I, I don't know. Wait, in fact, let me ask this question. How many ethnic groups are there in this country? Like, if you were to look at the natives of this country, are they all one ethnic group? White. Yeah, but are they, like, Welsh people ain't. Like, Irish people. It's, I guess it's different ethnicity, isn't it? They're the ethnicity, Is yeah. it? Irish, I think Scottish, so. different languages, different, like culture. You think they're different? They got different languages. Like, yeah. I, don't Irish people get offended if you? If, if yeah, you they do. Call yeah. them like British or white, like or um, Scottish and stuff. That's because yeah. of their history. The English people's pillaged in the country for years and stuff like that. They just got beef. They don't like each other. So, but language and that, it's just distance and like it's, a, it's a very different language. It's not like just an accent. No, I hear that and I get the like mindset. Welsh is a whole yeah, language. Different. I can't yeah. see English, Irish, Scottish and Welsh people as different. different. Mm. That's just crazy to me. Like, mm. And obviously I understand there's people out there that's going to take offence to that. Mm. And they've got their traditions and mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah. But 
What? Are we being serious? On this tiny godforsaken <laughs> island, <laughs> it's not even like it's a big country like that. Like what this little place, and you think yeah. they're different? Okay. Anyway, yeah. so some of them are better vibes than others. Then that's true. Mm. Very true. Like who? when they both said that's that's true i said okay that's good that's right they both just say yeah like that who i don't know i heard i can say i don't know i heard you're funny yeah yes so anyway nigeria over 250 different ethnic groups so i was closest Yes. Well, <laughs> you're the only one that really answered. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, speaking of uh, um, 500 different languages in Nigeria alone. Serious? Maybe that's where they try to yeah. build the Tower of Babel. Maybe. Considering the land. There you go. Maybe. About. But when you say, how can it be 500 different languages? I was gonna. I was gonna. It's 500 different groups. There is. I thought. I thought there would be like just 250 different languages. Isn't it? But Does it count the dialects? Because you know, even within Yoruba, Yoruba is different. Different dialects. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Because sure. I have Yoruba, it doesn't sound the same when everyone speaks the same Yorubas. I'm like, mm-hmm. you lost me at yeah. good morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's how diverse the country is, man. Because there's so many small different groups. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. to be fair though, a lot of people try kind of group Calabar as Igbo people, innit? But they're not. Yeah, they do, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, you know it's so like the Edo people, so people try to book exactly. them as, as um, Igbo, but they're not. Exactly. So there's so many different things. Yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, Nigeria is the economic heartbeat of, the Afri- of Africa. You know what All I'm right, saying? let's go to notable people. That- <laughs> 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 Do you know what's so funny? Have you noticed how today he, now he's um, Nigerian today? Yeah. Oh, yeah don't know. worry, Jana's coming soon. So it's fine. I'll switch. He <laughs> said I'll switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the largest oil and gas producer in Africa as well. Yes, we also don't have it. It's a goddamn shame. <laughs> Another reason to... You know, postpone the celebrations for independence. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the flag, green, white, green. The green represents the natural wealth of the country. Okay, Emmanuel, this is this is a joke. Guess what white represents? Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want peace. I want problem always. <laughs> That's so funny, man. <laughs> you know, one day we're gonna start the country. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's be positive. Especially... I don't think it's gonna be my lifetime. Huh? I don't think it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be my lifetime. That's the honest truth. She hopes oh, it's yeah. in her lifetime. Yeah, we hope, man. Positive. Oh, okay. Because you know, to be fair, I was gonna move to Gambia, but yeah, amen. Because <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you if you compare like all these African countries that got um independence in the sixties, seventies, mm-hmm. few in the late fifties, right? They're babies compared to like a nation like America that got independence in the seventeen mm-hmm. hundreds or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a lot of strides. But well, we have a lot, lot of wealth of, yeah. though, and we're not using it. That's the problem. That's because the whites are, are influencing a lot of the leaders. They've still it's got us in the chokehold. Influencing them since when? They have to take some since accountability. So oh, unless no, they agree. take accountability, mm. we're not going to move forward. And they're not trying to take accountability. It's not in the yeah. Nigerian blood to do so. Very proud people. It's a damn shame, man. It's a damn shame. But if, if you say that, though, I, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that this is pretty much the fate of almost every African country. Yeah. That's because, you know what I mean? The whites, the, the, the British, the French, the Americans, they're all there, man. Yeah. Pillaging our, our, our home countries. Um, I think we kind of mentioned this on the show before, but there's a town called Ibo Ara, oh, sorry, um, Ora, right? In um, Yoruba land, which has the highest rate of identical twins in the world. Is it? Yeah. I feel like every Yoruba person's got twins in their family, innit? I knew it. Because one time, my friend and I were talking about this, because mm. I said if I wanted to have kids, I'd want twins. Yeah. And she was talking about like in yams and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it comes from. 
yeah, eating like, yam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he helps scientifically. There's something, there's a cell in the y- in yams that um, <laughs> can do that. What's funny? Bubba. Is it true? <laughs> Is that why there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of twins, like most yeah. twins I know are Nigerian. Yeah. No, what's funny? It's the highest in the world. No, but it's crazy. Mm. I want twins. Start yes, eating yam. <laughs> I'm going to start eating yam. <laughs> huh? I am. You stay there. <laughs> you don't want to eat hard food in Jamaica, innit? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> 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 what? No, but you, but are you not, you're not Nigerian there. No, so. but to be fair, you lot don't eat yam like we do. Because remember, when I first came to your house, yeah, Brent? Yeah, we no. eat a lot of Edo's. Excuse that's me, what's that? That's our version of yam. What's Edo? So it's not yam then, is it? It, it, it isn't, but... So, why are you, so what are you laughing about then, you eggs? No, but we also eat yam. No, but you lot eat really? yam like a, like a side, innit? Yeah, yeah, you all eat it like, like a, a main. It's a meal. What do you mean? It's a main. Yam's you gotta get the meal. You it's gotta a get your hands yeah. dirty. Yeah, so it's the main. Yeah. Yeah. Yam and eggs. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is the side. Yam with stew. Eggs is the side. Stew is the side. Yeah, yam is the side. The biggest thing on your plate is yam. Bro, it's a yam. Yam. What's it called? The soup you eat, the pan of jam with is the side. The yam is the meal. That's the main. Main thing. Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah. That's you know my dad, obviously my dad's old in it. And my mum always says the reason why he's lasted so long and he's quite strong for his age is because that's all he eats. That's all my my dad I've never seen my dad eat rice in my life. Mm. Like he's yam. He's only eating yam and green banana. Like love yam. His whole life. Literally. I love yam so much, man. Mm. I'm such a never mind. (laughs) And is that why is y'all have that saying, don't pick the yam up, yam up? What's saying? And so yeah, no, it's like when, about no, it's like when you pick money up, you turn into yam. You see? Oh, okay. I don't you, think so. In the streets of Nigeria, never pick money up. Unless it's yours and you saw it fall out of your pocket. But if you're walking down the street, you just see a note. Don't pick it up. It's just, it's just set up. You turn to a goat or a yam. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, yeah, man, in that particular time, because I remember watching a documentary on that, yeah. It was crazy. This is the man of twins. Just twins galore. That's wild. Twins all over the place. But, but this is what I'm saying. It's mm. because. When I think about it, mm. so I've got friends, right? And um, there's two sets of twins in their family. Mm. So my two friends who were like my age, mm. they were two twin sisters. Mm-hmm. Then they had an older brother and sister who were twins. Mm. And then they had an older sister. So there's five of them. But mm. the older sister, she's by herself. Okay. She gave birth to two twin girls. And then the sister who's a twin gave birth to two twin twins boys. Well. Like, and then their mum is a, like, their family is so nuts. Saying? Everyone, like, everyone's so. twins. And they were like the first set of twins that I met that mm-hmm. were black and Nigerian. And after that, I just kept meeting bare Nigerian twins. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why there's so many Taiwan Kenyans. Uh, no, somewhere. but that's what I'm saying. I didn't, it was because of them that I realised if someone's yeah. called Taiwan or Kenny, it means... Because they're twins. It's, yeah. a twin, it's a twin thing, yeah. Yeah, man. Sorry, what? So when you hear Taiwan and Akende, Kenny, that's the twin names. That's the name you give twins. Yeah. Culturally. So all, so all the twins got the same name? Yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. Ghana, Ghana, Ghana yeah, like a little James and John afterwards, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like your... Your traditional name or yeah. like your house name or whatever. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. your first name. Yeah. So everybody in this place has got the same name. Well, if you're Ghanaian, yeah. you're all born. Oh my god, they would have. Yeah. The same names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that village, they actually will have mm-hmm. the same name. Yeah, everyone's called Taro. Everyone's called. Mm-hmm. But you have another name, uh, like you have other names to kind of differentiate in it. But everyone will have that name. I've never met a Nigerian twin in my life. Really? You never met a Taro? Mm-hmm. You change your names, you know. Like they westernize it. Mm. So Thai. Yes, mm-hmm. and Kenny. Tyre Cruz is Kenny. Like Kenny, yes. yeah. A lot of people call Kenny. I think the original was Kenny. Kenny right? All Star uh, Twin. You know, I don't know. Is he Nigerian? Where's he from? Mm. I don't know. To be fair, I thought it was Gabriel. I said it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't never met a Nigerian twin then. No, there's well, loads of them. Man. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, ik kan nog niet. Oké. Alright. Also, just wanted to mention quickly. Um, Are we doing this for the other countries as well? No, no, no. no. Okay. It's Nigeria Day today. <laughs> There's Guinea Day today, funny enough. Yeah, speak up with Guinea, of course, 100%. Um, but did you know, yeah, Nigeria had, at one time, the longest, um, largest earthwork, man-made structure in the world. So basically, you know Benin, right? Edo, mm -hmm. right? They had a, um, basically something called the Walls of um, Benin. Okay. Right? That is, was meant to be, at, at its height, four times longer than the Great Wall of China. Damn. So you broke it down. Huh? You broke it. Oh, you know, the white people must have come there and, you know, did some stuff. Of course. But, yeah, man. It, like, one, yeah. The world's largest um, man-made structure. And also, last thing, Nigeria has one of the world's largest diversities of butterflies. I ain't never seen a butterfly. Never seen country. one ever in Nigeria. I lived there 13 years. <laughs> I never saw a butterfly. <laughs> Not one. I didn't even know they existed. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. I wonder who did that survey and where <laughs> that statistic, that fact is from. It must, it must be true, though, man. You know, certain places. I've never seen to... one though. I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time you see a butterfly over here? Someone on like Thursday or Friday, you know. You're lying. That's so convenient. Yeah. Where? Someone at the station. There's a moth. No, no, no. Oh my god. Speaking of moths, yeah. There's one girl on TikTok who collects them. What moths? So basically, no. They're ugly as well. No, no, no. Hold on. She found back. She found no, but these are like when I say giant moths, like they're the size of like my hand. No, it's the video. That's not bad. The the video is bizarre, but then you watch. Basically, you see it kind of grow, and then it get, has babies, and then they hatch. And ah, oh, it's they become butterflies. Yeah, but it's the creepiest video ever. But like, she's now like a moth mum. Do they become moths ugly? Become butterflies. What? Let me see if I can find the video. My sister sent it to me. The moths don't become butterflies. No, but they become like they become pretty. They're like pretty moths. If, when I say they become pretty, it's they like they up. don't they don't look like you know them horrible that, moths that moths. we kill. Yeah. Sorry, but them Chugga ones that look like paper, they just squash really easily. <laughs> yeah, mm. you know what I mean? They don't even try to fight. No, but like they're like they're really big and like really? colourful and oh, they don't, really? they're not butterflies, but, but they're really pretty. They're, it's scary though. Let me That's find it. Okay. Mm. All right. Yes. And just to kind of oh in fact, yeah, just a few um notable See, this is the thing. There's like 20 million notable Nigerians. Here we go. Are we, we're the most influential country in the world. 100%. We have to be. Or do you disagree? What the hell is that? Do you know, I don't want to be biased. It's, it's not even our own. But, <laughs> but like, like... We are lit people, though. Nigerians so are a good people. Time. If you've got Nigerians in your life, and I've met people from all walks of life, like Japanese people, people from everywhere, mm. Vietnamese people, and they all know a Nigerian. And they all talk about how... Great, this Nigerian is in their life in like every area of life. It's, like, it's obviously, fantastic. Obviously, the music we already know. You know what I'm saying? Old school fella and them guys. New school whiskey burner, Davido, all of them. Um, Hakim Olajuwon, basketball player, legend, Yoba man. Look at his face. I'm sorry, he is so <laughs> engrossed in this video. I don't know why he showed me this. The richest man in Africa, Dangote, Nigerian man. Obviously, Chino Things fall apart. There you go. Things fall apart. Um, writer, author, Wale Shoyinka. As well, Kanu, Arsenal. Did you guys know that um, Adebayo Ogunlesi owns Gabby Kepo? Why are you so big? No. That's lit. Crazy. Crazy. So, yeah, man, there's just so many different people. So, big up all the Nigerians, of course. Big up Nigerians. And big up Guinea once again. Um, for those who don't know, um, they're uh, a French speaking country. They gained independence in 1958. 
I Big up the legendary secretary. It's, you lot are not, you're just not plucking his facial expressions. Sorry, it's really? so hilarious. What's the moths. Oh, the moths. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is this woman doing? Is she white? Black. No, black. she's acting white. <laughs> okay, Mark. Black history. Mark. <laughs> I'm just telling you what she's doing. But yeah, man. She's crazy. That's that's pretty much it, man. Um, like, oh, like I was saying, um, sorry, Guinea, they have a place called Mount Nimba Strict mm-hmm. Nature Reserve. And basically, it's, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site which is located on the border of Guinea, um, Cote d'Ivoire, and Liberia. It's renowned for its exceptional biodiversity, um, including unique plant and animal species found around that particular region. Obviously, like I mentioned, French is the official language of um, Guinea. Seiko Touré was the first president of, um, of Guinea. He's a legendary guy. For those you don't know, you know Stokely Carmichael? Basically, I didn't know this, by the way, um, but I'm not sure if you know. Stokely Carmichael was Trinidadian. Carmichael, yeah. I had no idea. But yeah, anyway, he changed his name to Kwame Touré. The Touré part of his name was from this particular um, president. Obviously, the Kwame is from Kwame Nkrumah. But yeah, Seiko Touré. So yeah, man, big up Guinea, big up Cameroon, big up Nigeria. And that's pretty love much that, it. Love that, man. Love it, love it. Let's get into our headlines. All right, people. So our first headline, which is Sunak is back in the news, man. And he's speaking to the BBC and he said that he wants to cut taxes, but he declined to say whether he would before the next general election. His comments came after Cabinet Minister Michael Gove told Sky News that he wanted to cut taxes before an election. But instead, Mr Sunak said that his priority was curbing inflation and easing living costs. Tax and HS2, both things that we kind of spoke about last week, are causing unrest in the party as members gather in Manchester for their annual conference. Tax levels in the UK are at their highest since record began. 70 years ago and are unlikely to come down soon. Um, the former Prime Minister, Liz Truss, I don't know why anyone listened to her, but respectfully her and, al- mm-hmm. and her allies are among Tory MPs who have called for tax cuts. But the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, who will set out his economic plans in his autumn statement in November, said last week that tax cuts were virtually impossible at present. Mr Sunak at his first conference as party leader said that as a Conservative, he wanted to cut taxes but gave no detail on when he would do so. Next headline, um, the NHS will be the, t- the Tories' Achilles heel at the next election. This is what uh, ministers have been warned in a new report by the former government special advisor on health. Richard Sloggett um, said that the Tories' standing have been badly undermined by their failure to, to deliver on most of the pledges to improve the NHS that um, they made at the 2019 general election. So he said in the report for his future health think tank that the NHS is back as the Conservatives' electoral Achilles Hill, the inability to deliver on health promises in, two, in the 2019 manifesto and deteriorating access to care mean the NHS is back once again as the issue of greatest threat to Conservative prospects, prospects at the next election. Sloggett was a, a policy advisor to the then Health Secretary, Matt Hancock, at the Department of Health and Social Care in 2018 to 2019. And before that, he worked at um, policy exchange, uh, which is the right of center, which is a right of center think tank. And the last headline, Pretty Patel, back in the news, man. And she basically came out and said that Suella Braveman's claim that multiculturalism has failed may have just been said to get attention. So she feels like Suella Braveman kind of went too far. Getting attention this way is a way to do what <laughs> someone else getting attention. But who knows, man. But yeah, the current Home Secretary, for those who don't know, has faced a raft of criticism since making a comment earlier this week or last week as part of a wider speech demanding an overhaul of the international asylum system. 
But Pretty <laughs> tells her that the UK should be proud of the dynamic communities in the UK and making such interventions were not a substitute for delivery on government policies. Speaking to Sky News Sunday morning with Trevor Phillips, the former cabinet minister said that Ms. Braverman's speech was very much about making interventions, but that is not a substitute for delivery around changes to policy in government. Now, I don't know what the intervention was around that, whether it be to get attention or to have the dividing line as we run up to uh, the general election. This side of the general election, if I may politely suggest, it's about delivery and the government will be judged on delivery. If you make the pledges, statements and promises, you have to deliver. Pledges are no substitute for action. And I think the public are sick of hearing about some of these issues and the failure to deliver. And I think it's right. Everyone puts a shoulder to the wheel, cracks on and delivers. And that's what Pretty Patel had to say about it, man. And that's it for the headlines. Nice. Let's get into uh, what you're saying topic of the day. All right, people. Um... Yeah, start too early. Anyway. Tiny bit, yeah. All right, people. <laughs> um, as we kind of, you know, said earlier, this is Black History Month, isn't it? But I did, if you lot don't mind, listeners and you we guys mind. in the room. You mind? Mm. Okay, cool. Well, you can take over if you want. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't mind for 20 minutes. All I was going to do is basically just kind of give like a brief history of like Black History Month and stuff here. Yeah. Because I feel like as much as we're told is this is Black History Month, well, me personally, like, mean? I've never um, come across any time in any institution, school, whatever, where they've told me about the history. You know what I'm saying? So, in February. Yes, exactly. That's where it American started. One. In, in America, America yeah. yeah. So it did start with um, the great Carter G. Woodson, right, who was actually a son of former slaves. And he was an American historian, author, and all that type of stuff. Um, he was one of the first people to, um, scholars to study the history of the African diaspora including African-American history and all that as well, right? Um, he got his bachelor's and master's degree at the University of Chicago. Then he went to Harvard and he became the second person, well, the second African-American person to e ever get a doctorate in Harvard. This is after the great W.E.B. Du Bois, right? So anyway, he had this whole passion about trying to um, get black people in America who obviously have been robbed of their history, of their knowledge of self, right? To know something about self. Where did they come from? Because if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going, right? That was the thinking behind it. And so that's when he introduced the first Negro History Week. Like you rightly said, in February. Why was it in February? Because Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, their birthdays, well, Frederick Douglass, he was, he was a former slave in this, but he celebrated his birthday. He didn't really know when his birthday was, but he celebrated his birthday in February. And because um, Abraham Lincoln was seen as kind of like a abolitionist, even though he fully wasn't, but anyway, um, he kind of uh, made it February because of those guys. Fast forward now, and we get to the UK, where um, a Ghanaian, by the name of um, Mr. Adai Sebo, right, he wanted to bring that same concept to the UK. And there's an interesting article in, in, in The Guardian, right, where he kind of talks about how it actually came to, to be, right? And basically what he says was, there's one morning, basically late in 1985, he walked into work, had a, com a casual conversation with a colleague, right? 1985? 1985, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no, so the first one, like we're talking about, um, like in America, that was back in, what was this, 1926? Yeah, 1926. And then from the night, from then, well, from the 1940s, they tried to expand it from a week to actual month, mm -hmm. right? But that was only in America. But in 1985, in the UK, this is when this man, Achaba, um, Adey Sebo, um, then he was at 35 years old, he was working at the Greater London Council, the GLC, and he had a conversation with somebody, right? 
um, yeah, someone in his workplace. And he asked her, basically, he said, uh, I think her name was Elizabeth, yeah, what's wrong, yeah? And she said, last night, I was putting my son Marcus to bed, and he asked, why can't I be white? So this is what this woman he's speaking to said, right? And basically, um, she told him the story. She was crying and all this type of stuff. And she actually said, I named my son Marcus um, because of Marcus Garvey. This is how pro-black she was. And to hear her son say, why can't I be white? It just crushed her, you know what I'm saying? And then she was like, Look, I failed my son. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, no, you haven't failed your son. The national curriculum failed your son. The local authorities, the churches, the institutions, they failed your son. And not only your son, but they failed all children growing up in this country. And that's, long story short, and what made him say, you know what? I want to try and implement something similar to what they have in America and make it an official thing here in the UK. And when he was starting to do that, he had um, some speakers come through from America. So he had the likes of Angela Davis, you know what I'm saying? Black Panthers and that. Winnie Mandela, Jesse Jackson, Marcus Garvey Jr., Ray Charles. Serious people come over where it was like, wait a minute, this is actually something real and tangible here, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, that's when he kind of codified everything and kind of drafted up some sort of structure to it to then present and be like, look, let's establish this in the UK. So that's how we basically got Black History Month, man. So big up him. And so in 2023, the question is, do you feel like we take it for granted? <laughs> that's the question. Do you feel like we take it granted? Do, do you feel like when it comes round every, every year, we're kind of happy that it's here. We're happy that we've got this particular thing, but do we actually utilize it? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. If I didn't come in here today, I didn't know. I wouldn't even know it was Black History Month. Mm. Why do you think that is? Do you feel that's because black people ourselves, we don't make a big deal about it? Or do you feel like the institutions are still just kind of just doing the bare minimum? I don't care about Black History Month. Okay. But why is that though? Why do you think that is? Because what's, what, what, I don't, I'm, um, I like history. I'm, mm. I'm aware of things. Like I'm always looking and researching and stuff like that. I don't need to wait for it to get to October to, to highlight black history. So it doesn't really mean anything to me. Mm. Okay, okay. We're going to come back to that. Do you know Esther? Brent? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I, I get Mark's sentiment. I feel like black history should be celebrated all year round mm -hmm. because things done by black people and stuff like that is used all year round. Um... Yes, I feel like Black History Month just feels like a token thing of like, okay, here you go, we'll do it, and then like we see a lot of brands, organizations, society make a big deal about it, mm. and then the rest of the year they mistreat black people. Mm. So I don't really check for it either because it just feels like um, it just feels like an something. It just feels like fake. Mm. So yeah. Do you feel like it matters though if their heart is in the right place or not? Do you feel like maybe the main focus should just be that? <laughs> At least we're getting some information for our kids in the schools. Maybe the churches, the workplaces are putting up more posters. Um, you know what I mean? Putting up more materials to kind um, of edify What's us. the word I'm trying to find? Performative, that's the word. Mm. Does so that it, so it, Yeah, to me it does. Okay. Because again, all through the years, you find all through the, throughout the year, the other 11 months, you find a way to use and abuse black people, <laughs> to use and abuse their ideas, to, mm -hmm. to steal from them and all that kind of stuff. But in this one month, you do these performative things because really and truly behind that as well anyway, mm -hmm. there isn't really so there isn't really intention. Even sometimes the way brands move and stuff, yeah. they're not really getting the right people. They haven't done their research in one if you want someone to do something or promote something or speak about something, they just pick the person that first one that popped into their head. 
not that the person actually is doing work in that industry. Like mm-hmm. black people exist throughout the year. Black people do amazing things throughout the year. The society, the world at large, um, enjoys the fruit of black labor throughout the year. Why is that one month? Even if you're going to do for the one month, at least be real about it. Mm. But again, it's just you don't doing something. So it appears that you're doing something, and mm. it's just performative. Do you? What, okay, Brent. What, yeah, go. On. I really liked it when I was younger, um, because I guess in school they organized trips to little museums and like bakeries and stuff. Mm. As I grew older, I I guess I realized the veneer, but I still appreciate it because it's forced onto young people and white people who may not even understand why it's important, why it was important in the first place, right? This month, you get a lot of education. Um, Yes, you have to kind of opt in. You have to be um, proactive, actually seeking out, like, tours and stuff. For example, um, Daryl does a tour in it. Mm. Is it Daryl? Yes. (laughs) And uh, now that I'm, I'm following him, I'm seeing like he's doing his stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I would have never have known that if it is that I hadn't um, um, heard him on the show and then looked uh, to find out what his tour was actually about. So I like the fact that it, that unassuming people could actually learn something mm. this month. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like the fact that companies have to like put money forward, even mm. if it's. Um, they feel it's an obligation. Good. Mm. Um, because during the year, they wouldn't want to do it. So, yes, do it now. Careless if it's performative. Um, do we, as black people, uh, take it seriously? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I care that we do or not. Okay. I don't know if I care if we do or not. Obviously, what what we are planning to do is to, to make sure that it's an all-year-round thing, but mm-hmm. it's... It's just talking and, and, and just words until it is, you yeah. actually see what it looks like. You right? think white people get educated in Black History Month? Some people. The ones that I want to. Yeah, that's what I said. You have to opt in. Yeah, so they would have been that way inclined from before October. Maybe. So some, it's not some, really... Sometimes you get a few that are converted during this month. What, by a jerk? Just a handful. By a jerk-flavoured crisp? I don't know what that, <laughs> what that means. I've never <laughs> eaten that. I don't know if I said that. No, because you talk about October, they're going to learn stuff about and these brands and all that. They just do that stupid promotions like the World Food Aisle in Tesco mm. might be a bit bigger or something like that. Or, oh, we're doing jerk flavored walkers no, this then, month. Then, <laughs> Foolishness. They're, what are they learning? But then I feel like at work, like in. <laughs> no, because you might have never even tasted Caribbean food before in your life, right? Mm. And then it's like National World Bring and Share Day at work, and they've done that on purpose. And they get all the black staff to bring cuisines from their countries okay. and their ethnicities. Pack. And then someone might be like, oh, you know what? I've actually never tried this. Let me try it. And they actually like it. And then that's them, I guess, their way into the culture. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that it's life changing, but I'm not. Or, I'm not in, dis- in the staff room. Oh yeah, you laying off bad, isn't it? No, but, but I'm not dismissing. Yeah, black Actually, when you think you about it, I mean? there's yeah, something yeah, yeah. to be said about BLM. I feel like with a lot of stuff, though, yeah, there's always going to be a first, like a handful of people <laughs> who it actually does make an impact. And to be honest, even if it's one or two people, 
Mm. It's like you've if if it's impacted those one or two people, then it's not really gone in vain. Do you know what it is though? I, I think, do think it's performative though. I okay. think for me, yeah, what it is is that because even at work, like sometimes like, oh, do you wanna like join the committee for the black history? I'm like, no. No, kind of no, mm. because for me, yeah, like I don't see why I am going out of my way to teach you about my culture. Like, what are the benefits of that? Like, I hear that you know one or two people might like you know learn more and stuff like that. But personally, I don't care about somebody learning about black culture or knowing that jello fries and jerk is nice or something. Like, that. like I don't, I don't care because again, it's so performative to me. That I don't see why I'm having to sell you on black issues, mm-hmm. and that's what I, that's how I see it as. Do you get me? When all these establishments and whatever places are like, oh da da da, let's come and teach people. I don't understand why I should, I should put something together to get you on board of black matters. It's silly, because you're gonna turn away from here anyway and try and touch my hair anyway. You're not really gonna learn much. <laughs> and I think I've always said anyway, I don't I don't take on that responsibility of teaching white people how not to be racist or why it's wrong to be racist. It's either in you or it's not in you. Mm. I, I I just don't I don't care enough to teach people about black history and stuff like that. They don't care. Because when people want to learn how to make things or learn about cultures and learn whatever it is, they know. When they want to go to um Vietnam and go to China, um, Japan and stuff like that and see that culture they know how to Google. They know how to learn about the food. They know how to do all of that stuff. But when it comes to black people, we have to be the ones to come and sell it. I'm sorry. I don't have that in me mm. to be selling my culture to people. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Okay. Morning, Kola. Good morning, Kola. Calling again, please. Right, yeah, man. Can I ask before the caller comes back here? Yeah. I hear what you guys are saying and I 100% agree. Remember, if you look at this, the, the beginning of the story, right? Remember what he was saying? That he felt as though that black woman had failed, or she felt it, that she, she had failed, failed her son, son right? So these are black people who don't know enough about themselves. Do you feel like some of the focus should be taken away from how we can educate white people about us morning. and rather focus on us learning about us? We'll come back to that. Good morning, Kola. Morning, morning. Morning. Um, I've just tuned in. So I don't know if I've missed any discussions, but I don't really agree with Black History Month being taught but if it is being taught, let me be the one that teaches it. So as a teacher, um, the kids, I used to teach in a, a white Bermondsey. So Bermondsey's um, typically white, the Millwall fans people. And then there's infiltration of black kids from different areas out the outskirts of Bermondsey that would then come into the school. And some of the kids, because I was called them, they'll just be honest. Like, why have we got black history, Marv? Why? They were quite racist in their thoughts. But then I would then educate them. But they made sense. Why is it white Black History Month when there isn't any other History Month? But then if we are going to teach it, I would rather teach you about the Black excellence rather than Rosa Parks and the oppression. So my daughter came home a few years ago. She's like, oh, brown people weren't allowed to sit on the bus. We're brown. We weren't allowed to sit on the bus. So the narrative is of an oppressive... I don't know if you saw the um, Sonos score of... Um, I can't remember. There was a post that was flying around yesterday. There was really good a poem that was like, "You don't. We just. We don't have to always share the slavery and the tragic or the traumatic moments of Black history. We can introduce other parts of it." So once I find that with white, sorry, not white, but the curriculum. I'm talking about education in particular. The curriculum is always geared towards the civil rights movement, if that, or slavery, the transatlantic slavery, mostly, and it's always geared towards 
the black American history of oppression and fighting rather than sharing our successes, sharing our triumphs, introducing all the other things that we are known for rather than trauma. And the danger in that is when white people hear that, especially kids, they'll see us as, oh, you guys are lucky to be here, aren't you? Your ancestors really suffered rather than hearing that my ancestors were kings and queens if that makes sense. So if if you're going to teach it, let me be the one to tell my story, especially to an outsider, because this might be the only time they hear about Black history. Like, yeah, I know about you guys. You guys, you know, you suffered. You've done really well to come where you are now today. I mean, yeah, in that way. But whereas if you, if I, I'm now going to assemblies in my daughter's school and I teach them about the Ghanaian traditional wedding, teach them about Ghanaian traditional naming ceremony. So the white kids, not even the black kids, because the black kids are always going to see that anyway. But then the white kids have left with a positive image of blackness. They, they're not remembering Rosa Parks sitting at the back of the bus now where, you know, you're lucky to be here because we can all get on the bus at the same time and sit in the same place. So if it's going to be told, we should tell it and we should, especially in schools, if there are any parents listening, be active in your child's school so then they are telling the story you want them to tell. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. So we shouldn't um, let the white descendants know about their forefathers and foremothers? No, because they won't tell it in that angle. They're not going to tell it in that lens. They can tell it in, you were oppressed. They're not even going to tell who the oppressor was. They're not going to make, the kids won't leave feeling bad and guilty and feeling like, wow, my people were bad, they'll feel the opposite. Like, wow, you guys really struggled and you've done well to be here. So the, the narrative is never we were bad. The narrative is you were oppressed. They will forget who the oppressor was. They're not going to say that this land, the UK is built on slavery and people's blood. They're not going to ever tell you that. They're never going to say that, that part of the story. But shouldn't we also, like, correct the their white history that they are taught? I'm, if I've got time, let me tell you about my greatness. But I don't have time to no, keep telling about, you about whether you're about bad. They, they were colonizers. Uh, it, um, yeah, but that's part of their history, but they're choosing to opt out of that. But if you're going to tell my history, why do you always tell the, the worst parts? They're, not, they're never, they're never going to paint themselves in a bad light. They're never gonna. They're never gonna do that. They're gonna tell you about Tudor history and King Henry the Eighth. They're never gonna tell you about any of the wars they did. They fought outside. The one you would hear is World War One and World War Two. You're not gonna hear about all the colonial, the colonial wars, the colonial overtakes, and how this country's built on that. They're not gonna tell their kids that. But it's not my job to tell their kids that. But if you're gonna hear my story, hear the triumphs. So the transatlantic slavery is a portion of our history, not that it should be forgotten, but you can't always tell that aside. The Jews can do that because they're now great and people have a positive light in them. So they can talk about the Holocaust and people, they're, they're never synonymous with the Holocaust. When you think of Jewish people, you think of positive images, you think of wealth, you think of whether it's even a negative side of the positive image of greed or whatever, it's still a positive light of them. But we're always subjugated to a dark history and a dark past and even a dark presence. So some some I've taught in schools and they're like, oh, that's what, oh, it makes sense why you guys are like that because you've had a tumultuous history. The whole, your whole life is of, of tragedy, of pain, of struggle. That's not true. It's not, it's not like a, a danger of having those white children grow up to not understand the uh, superiority, superiority complex. Is that not a danger? That's yeah. yeah. 
because they they wouldn't know about about um them being. But if you knew we were equal. But if you thought we were equal, you wouldn't have a superiority complex. If we all taught our history, if, if you heard my history as a good one, if I keep telling you that I'm from royalty, you won't look down on me. You'll think I'm even, this is a downgrade coming to England. If I always tell you that the kings, the Shanti kings and queens have great wealth, you, you'd see me in a positive light. But if you always see me as, wow, you guys suffered, you were oppressed, you fought really hard to just have normal basic living, you would have a superiority complex naturally. Do you do you really feel as though? But if you were taught that we were, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Do you really feel as though if we were to kind of talk about us being kings and queens, or at least coming from there, right? Um, white people really care, and like it will change how they they speak to us and treat us. Or do you feel but the next more... generation would not think that? I think I think it would change the next generation's perception. So I'm speaking based on my daughter's generation mm-hmm. and the, the, the ones that have grown, we're grown. Our generation are what, what they are. They're not going to change. But the ones come in, we've got to equalise the playing field with them knowing that UK, coming to the UK was not doing us a favour. And sometimes they feel like that. I've, had, I've heard a parent when they were talking about food with their children say, oh, make sure you eat because kids in Africa are starving. That's like in the past 20 2017 you're still saying those things why does she think that because that's what she's been told she's never been to africa but you, but you know what yeah cause... but if she heard that africans were great mm-hmm. so if she heard that africans were great that would just be a snippet of what africa is then she'll know that there are poor parts of africa there are rich parts of africa because i've heard that you guys were great people you guys were inventors you guys did so many things i've heard about your history the same way we've heard about Jewish history. Holocaust is not the beginning of Jewish history. We hear about them through the Bible. Even if you're not a Christian, you'd know about them. You might disagree, but you think, or people think that they're the chosen nation from God. So the Holocaust is a snippet of their life because they've got other histories to tell. But you can't always talk about the civil rights movement with my child and Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks and the First Amendment or whatever. Like it's, it's not even majority of black history. Do you know what the thing is, though, yeah? With, with the Holocaust, yeah, I feel as though from when it happened, respectfully, from, from when it happened, they was telling people about it. I don't think they ever waited and said, you know, let's get to an elevated position first and then we'll tell people about it. They wanted the sympathy of the world. You know what I'm saying? So, so because nothing, nothing's changed as it pertains to that particular narrative, you know? From when it was, from when it happened, from when the people died and from when people were displaced, all from, since then, from the 40s, right? Everyone's heard about the story. I don't think ever have they ever said, you know what, we don't want to tell you guys about Holocaust. They didn't wait um, for them um, till they got into, you know, positions of power. They didn't wait for that. And also what I was going to say to you is, I'm not too sure that people would care if I told them or we told them as black people, oh yeah, we came from um, royalty, this, that and the third. I don't think it means anything to anybody. A lot of the time people look at how how you are now. If you go to a particular primary school or a particular secondary school and black people come into those schools, again, I'm not trying to, you know, be some type of way, but if, if, if people are seeing black people in those schools behaving in some type of way, they're not going to believe you come from a king or queen. No, but they, they're not going to see if they, if they see your parents. If they they'll believe that you've fallen. They'll believe that you've fallen. Yeah. 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 Always civil rights, mm-hmm. slavery, whatnot. What, like, you don't know nothing else. Like, you yeah. know what I'm going to say? So if, you're, if you get taught different things, mm-hmm. it's going to make you have... A different perception. That's the point I'm getting to. But I, I, I'm yes. basically saying, I'm, I'm basically saying, yeah, it needs to be taught to us 
because then we will internalize and change. Then demand respect. Well, but if you're telling them, no, I think it's like everybody because it's like what she's saying. Like you, like black people. I've said it on her before. Like people act like Black History started mm-hmm. in the Atlantic slave trade. Yeah, you know what I say. So when white people are saying that, they don't know nothing about about like, about black people. Just that user was down here. You yep. get me? User was down bad, and they don't even they don't even tell the reasons why. They're not saying it's because. White people yes. put these things in place. They're just making out like this is what it was and this is how it is. So don't, so so don't even tell the history in the first you, place. They've bombarded with that their whole life. Mm-hmm. You instantly, even if you're not even like racist or nothing like that, you put black people below you because as yes. far as you're concerned, this is just the way yes. it's always been. Yeah. So that's for yes. white people too. That's not a good mm-hmm. thing. Why don't they teach about like the Haitian Revolution? 100%. Like, oh, we're going to teach about yes. that this month though. Is it? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Are oh, you saying you know about Toussaint and the man there? Yeah? What? And their Celines and Christophe. <laughs> what? <laughs> But this is what I'm trying to say. I had to learn that stuff for myself. Nobody taught me that. This is, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. So even you know, even back when it's black people or white people, the narrative and the message that's being pushed at every single Black History Month, I'm mm. oh, I'm over this shit. I don't yeah. need to hear this shit no yeah. more. I don't want to know about none of this shit mm. that they're telling me or whatever. There's nothing. There's no information that they can give me that's, that's helping me. Mm. Change the narrative now. Give me some stuff that I don't know. Let me know about affluent black people. Let me know about the inventors. Let me know about yes. the times when we were kings and queens. This is what's going to help. Yes. And not just ourselves. Let me yeah. know about white black people Wall Street. I, I, I hear you, but you know what it is? I think maybe the only difference is, I believe, I agree with you guys. I feel like the narrative definitely needs to change or it needs, needs to be added um, with the other stuff. Because like Ben's saying, these people need to recognise who they are. You know what I'm saying? Because at yeah, the end not, of the day, they're not they're not delivering the news like that though, as as the villains though. Yeah, but but like but like the caller saying, yes. If 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 I do it, then it's different because so we can as the teachers tell the, the students how it needs to be done. So if we're doing it, telling them that you know what, what we um tell them already, plus the 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 successes, all the, all those brilliant things, right? Then at least okay, things will change. But I I think for me, I don't necessarily. I'm not the most optimistic about the oppressor changing. I don't care about it. I care about us. That's why so, I, so when it has change, to go in. That's why we have to go in, Emmanuel. So what, do, do you, you believe that you can tell something to these people that have been doing this for 500 years? Yes. Think, you no, do. Because I've, I've changed the narrative of my, tra- my child's year group. They associate Black History Month with, I've taught them how to, what day they were born. So their homework was, what, Google what day you were born, and that's your, that's your tree name if you want. And um, this is how we name our kids. And um, all these other little things, that is their memory. It's not of Rosa Parks. I've erased the memory of brown people sitting in the back of the bus <gasps> because of my lessons. I've taught them. I'm not trying to change. <laughs> you can't be Where, doing that. What did you say? I've erased. You can't be doing Where, that. No, not even. No, 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 sorry. No, 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 I, no, you don't understand. I'm saying that Black people well, in terms of the, the traumatic, my daughter came home. My daughter came home. Like, wow, we weren't allowed to sit on the back of the bus. Who's we? They like black Americans at that time, but Chloe, you're not my daughter's there. You're not black American, you're Ghanaian. But, but, do you understand? Oh, so you're Ghanaian, you're not black American. No, that's not that's not our history. That's that's a, a part of our history. And I said you can empathize. So, we're watching Blackish, and they're talking about Juneteenth. That's it's like me celebrating. Um, Nigerian Independence Day yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm not Nigerian, but I stand in solidarity with Nigerians. But I'm not Nigerian. But I love Nigerians and they're black and they're African. They're the giants of Africa. But my daughter, we're not Nigerian, but we can still do that. Juneteenth, we're not a black American, but this is what Juneteenth means. That's me, so as, me, 
me celebrating it doesn't mean that I am one. So if I'm if I'm adjacent to your struggle, it doesn't mean that I should be part of the struggle. But I should also know about my history as well. There's so many, there's wars in Ashanti land that happen, but it was for me to then teach my daughter, not about the civil rights. Someone else can teach her. But I, I'm saying I would rather teach about triumph than trauma. If you're not going to teach trauma in the right way, let me not teach it to you in the first place. Because you're never going to teach the... the non-black kids the trauma in terms of the villain you're not going to tell them who oppressed the oppressors who oppressed the people the oppressed you're not because if you told that story people have a narrative but can can you teach it in a quick way though I can, but I have to teach it in a way that I also don't make my daughter um, hate the the current um, Europeans. I have to be very cognizant of it. Can so if anyone's been to Ghana and the slave trade, um, Elmina's Castle, you come out hating white people for that moment. You Mm -hmm. come out with severe anger for white people. But I have to then. She's so young that I have to tune her mind to say no. That was their past. This is not their present. But they have the wealth that you see here compared to Ghana, for example, is because of what they've done in the past but you can't hold your your european friends to that do you get what i'm saying but i'm i'm very aware that i have that power the european person might just say oh you know they were slaves back in the days and that's it they're not going to say anything else but what i'm saying is if i've got 20 minutes in a school i'm not going to teach about trauma i'm going to teach about black wall street i'm going to teach about the yoruba tradition i'm going to teach about their spirituality i'm not going to teach about that because there's so much of our history why must we always talk about that part jackie you know what the thing is and yeah, not I, about I, I, our I, inventions i hear what you're saying oh I, I i think this is the difficulty as well because africa is basically it's, it's the cradle of civilization right like anything that's pivotal in history we had some part to play right um so it's like there's so many mm-hmm. things you can talk about right but i think like brent's pretty much saying if you remove some of those hor- um, horrible things right there's a danger that yeah. some of this can be repeated because what will happen is we no. will go out there acting as though everyone's our friend we don't have friends no. and I, I think it's very important no, to remember that's not, no. You, no. you no, because when absolutely not that's i'm it's like me always presenting the best of my house I'm, you're not gonna. You're gonna judge me better. You're gonna see if I always. If you always come to my house and my house is always clean and tidy, the day you come to my house is not tidy. You'll think, oh, that's unlike Jackie, isn't it? Because the house isn't nice as it usually is. Because I've painted a different narrative to you. So as Marks was saying, if you if if I paint a positive narrative of black people, when you see us downtrodden today, you'll know that that's not us. But when you see us downtrodden today, they're like, you guys are always doing this. You're always struggling, aren't you? Whether it's Africa you're in, America you're in, England, you're always fighting. And that's the narrative because that's what it looks like from our past. Because you've only chosen that, you've, you've chosen to zoom into that part of our history. Why don't you give equal weight into everything? I see, but this is what you're saying. Like, I'm agreeing. I think we should definitely put more of the positive stuff, especially the triumphs. So again, but from what you're saying, you would you would even take out the stuff um, that Nat Turner did, that um, the Haitian Revolution. It, it, you would take if, out those things. Yeah, why why would we ever take out? Why would we ever take out stuff like that? Right when we won, you know what I'm saying? So, so my, no, my thing example, is, no, 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 I wouldn't with that one. Okay. But what I'm saying is, if I'm going to speak to a school, yeah. I can't. They're not going to allow me back if I always speak about. If I give two sides of the narrative with the villain and the oppressed, they're not going to allow me back because they don't want that part of history said. So, so guess what? So, so let me just talk about my tribe. Then. Makes him feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's actually you want to keep the water down, person. Because they wouldn't. I, 
they wouldn't let me in. If I, they won't let me in, so therefore, let me not give That's, you that at all. This, this is let what me not give you the diluted about, version at all. But Jackie, this, this is this like, I don't get me wrong. I hear so what you're saying. Good, I hear what you're saying. But all of this speaks to about <laughs> trying to appeal to white people, like trying to tr trying to appeal to and so integrate with like people who don't much. want us here. Every law, right, is, is about subjugating us further. Me personally, me personally, in the regular schools that we go to, no disrespect, no disrespect, but the regular white person in the, in the regular schools that um that that they attend are not the ones who are going to be changing things in the future. You know what I'm saying? And again, also remember, when I I just don't see what 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 anyone they're the ones now. your child is going to be playing with. They're the ones your child's going to be playing with. What does that mean? Like to me, the only thing that matters is my child knows who she is and who he is. That's that's what matters to me. So that if you come with nonsense, she and he and he can tell you otherwise. You know what I'm saying? My my focus isn't kind of like what um Esther was saying. My focus is not to educate white people. Remember the book. Um, I'm, I'm done talking to white people about race. Why? Because there's no change. No, but every no, single but they, day I'm talking about young children who are being educated. So I'm talking about young children who are being educated. I'm talking. About, I'm referring to. I'm not referring to adults. I'm referring to young people who are being educated on a daily basis. Yes. They're being educated about history. They've been educated about the world. They're in, the world has been introduced to them. Let me show you the positive of blackness. And I can introduce slavery to you later, but let me let you know that we were kings and queens. And then I can show you one part of our history that was bad. That's your part. That's also your history. Mm -hmm. Let's share our history together. That history lesson. That's a mutualistic history lesson because both mm -hmm. of us were involved. But the same way you introduce King Henry the Eighth to them, let me introduce you about the Ashanti royalty. I mean, you know, why you know not? Because you're not introducing young kids are not learning World War One in in primary school, but they're learning King Henry the Eighth. So why at Black History Month am I going to choose to talk about my war, our war? Let me talk about our kings and queens as well. Then there's nothing wrong with that, though, Jack. Primary school, divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. Let me teach you about something. I'm not saying you shouldn't teach it, but if you're going to share light and if you're going to do the if if you're going to do ten, so apportion the right proportion to it. So a portion, that's not, that's a part of our history. We're, we're thousands of years old. And you're talking about something that will happen three, four hundred years ago, which is not, it's, we shouldn't deny it. But nonetheless, there are other parts. No one's going to talk about the Haitian revolution. No one's going to talk about that. But why? I can. Okay, but you, you know what the thing is? You know what the thing is, right? My, my, my thing is this, and we, we do have to wrap up here. Um, but the, 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 what I'm basically saying is, I agree with what you're saying. I definitely believe we need to put more focus on the positive stuff, right? But I think it's very important, again, to learn from other people who've gone through certain things. Everyone kind of holds the Jews to a certain thing. Their main thing is we must not forget. There's a reason why they're in positions of we power. They don't forget. trust anybody. We, we, every we single, must every, not forget. Huh? What? But the narrative of Jews is not the Holocaust. The narrative of Jews, when you talk about a Jew person, it's name three characteristics, rich, wealthy, they keep their money in their family, in the, in the Jewish community. You know, the Holocaust is part of them, but not the main narrative. What do you think they're saying when, when they say we must not forget? What, what do you think they're talking about? We, who's the we? The, we the Jews, the Jews. When, when the Jews say that we, them themselves, must not forget, what do you think they're talking about? So no, I no the, the we must not forget is we the Jews must not forget. But we're not, that's not we're going to tell you our history, but that's not our main job when we're spreading no, Jack, our Jackie, light outside. Wait, 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 wait. Jackie, that's within Jackie, the community. What I'm saying to you is, when the Jews, like like you said, the we and the Jews in the thing, we must not forget. 
Who are they talking about? What are they talking about? They're saying themselves must not the forget Jews what the, must not forget the Holocaust. This is what I'm saying to you. The Jews must not forget the oppression. This is what I'm and saying. And they're to you. always oppressed. The exactly. Jews. Exactly. So they teach it within, but I'm talking about the lessons without. So yes, I'm talking you, about when you, we go remember, out. But remember, Jackie. Wait, so remember. it doesn't happen again. Huh? So it doesn't get repeated. So, so it doesn't happen again. But but you're talking about. I don't want to talk. I don't want to tell them about Rosa Parks and the bus. I don't want to tell them about this and the third. I don't want to tell them about the Haitian Revolution. All these things are necessary. They the Jewish people are never ever under any type of confusion about who could be a potential oppressor, a potential threat. That's they, true. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. We are forgetting stuff. This is why things happen every five to ten years. There's a new thing reminding you people that wait a minute, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. And don't, don't get me wrong, I understand what you're saying. I definitely believe um, and agree with what you're saying. We definitely need to put in more positive things. I 100% agree. We have to hit it from different angles. But it's very, very dangerous for us to act as though um, the, the, the atrocities of the past are things we need to forget or not um, shed enough light on. Because this is how they get us. They make us feel that we're secure here. We are the same as them, the same citizens. The 14th Amendment was way back in the day. Look look at how many hoops the black people had to jump through. Today, they're still jumping. Still, in 2023, black president and all. Why are we jumping their hoops? We're jumping their hoops because we want to be in their I'm circles. not talking about us. Whereas I'm not talking about us. You know, I'm talking about example. them. I'm talking about them. I'm not, I'm not conflating black Brits with black Americans. I'm talking about them. They're still struggling. You see what I'm saying? So I'm simply saying to you, the person, right, the, the oppressor, we we can never forget that. We must never forget that. And like, for example, look at what you said about going to Elmina Castle, Cape Coast Castle. It's to me, if I'm taking my daughter, my, my children there, um, to, to hear about the atrocities, I don't care how how you feel afterwards. For as long you need to feel it. You need to remember who did it to you and who did it to your ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Because our families were broken apart. They need to know. But again, supplement that with the positives about where we are today. I yes. don't think it, it's very yes. it's very dangerous for us to kind of forget about those things because this is how it happens. You know what I'm saying? This is how they repeat. I don't stuff. think we ever forget. I think I think it's the culmination of the good and the bad. But often at times, I'm saying when it's when it's preached to young children it's always the oppressed you are oppressed black people are oppressed mm -hmm. they're doing well today but they were doing well yesterday as well there was a part of their history that they weren't doing well which has affected us today yeah. but before that we were doing very well so introduce that to the new kids introduce that to the new generation my daughter's friends think she's from royalty because she is she's not she's not going to think of the slavery first if she's going to think of back home ghana she's going to think of royalty she's not going to think of the kids that they see on the adverts back in the day Hungry. So we must, you know what? what I'm saying is we must in the narrative. They won't care about our history. So why do I don't want you to care about my culture? If you're gonna to come to my house and laugh at my jollof rice, don't come and eat my jollof rice. I'll come to my house and I'll give you duck or lamb. Don't come to my house and say mm, that smells a bit funny. Is that okra? And you mock it. No. So so, so when they come to your house, you're gonna to change. That. You're gonna change what you feed them. For example, they don't come. No, 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 what I'm saying, no, I'm just giving an analogy. If you're going to laugh at that part of my, my cuisine, for example, this is just an example, I won't, I won't give it to you because I don't want you making a mockery of it. I think Let me give you something is, else. I th you know, the thing is, I think the difference is if you're going to come and laugh at my food, you won't be invited to my house again. I'm not going to change yeah, the For example, this and, is just an example. No, no, I, I get what you're saying, but I, yeah. I, just, I just feel like we have to remember who we're dealing with here. But again... I agree with what you're saying. We definitely have to add more to it. But also bear in mind that, remember, you're a teacher, but you're also 
a mum of your daughter who can feed your daughter all this beautiful positive stuff yes. on a day to day. Which I do. You know what I'm saying? But if we have only a month, we have to be very selective about what we're saying. But Jackie, we do have to wrap so up. So if you had a month, what would you? Yeah, you got girls. Thank you. Yeah, Bye. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you for calling. You could have said the last thing, Jackie. Yeah, yeah. Say, say, say what you want to say. No, I say if you have a month and you've got young kids, give them the positive, give them the excellence and then let them go and do the research about something else. But if I've got a month to teach you about, for example, my religion, I'm going to teach you about the positive side of my religion. Mm. Later on, when I've got you the foundation, then I'll introduce you to the other things. Then I'll introduce you to the deeper things. But in the beginning, I must spread the light first. Okay. First and foremost, the light. I hear you. I mean, I I don't fully disagree with you anyway, to be fair. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I agree with you on my part as well. Yeah. All right, thank you, thank you for calling. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. it. I also think the, the fact that it is that we have to basically um, dedicate a month to celebrate or um, uh, bring awareness mm-hmm. is because of the atrocities that happened. Mm-hmm. So the the good intent that Jackie has, Margs, there's still a lot of correction that needs to be done. Mm. That's what she said. I think equalizing this particular um, top-heavy, bottom-heavy mm-hmm. um, uh, divide. And... That's why I like I hear what she's saying, hundred percent hear yeah, what she's exactly. saying. But it there needs to be a balance. Exactly, it can't be just on that. extremes. It can't be yeah. because there is a, a, a an opportunity. Well, not opportunity. There is a potential mm-hmm. for it to be erased completely, mm-hmm. and it being erased, hundred percent, it can be repeated because you will have those who not forget yep. saying, "Ha, they forgot now. Yep. Let's do this crap again." Yep. And we also have to remember the um, dynamics in this country. We're still just three percent, three percent. So we can act as though we're all friends now. Give it 10, 15 years, somebody will, like Pharaoh, will wake up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are all you people thriving in these areas? I want to be racist again. And there's only 3 to 5% of us. We'll be done out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I so, want to be racist together. Not, not for real. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We were talking about the Bible. We are talking about um, the importance of these things in the Bible to the Jews and to the world. Look at the same story of, of Pharaoh. A new Pharaoh came in, right? And he said, wait a minute. Why are the Hebrews thriving like this? I don't like this. And then we got the 400 years of slavery. So we have to balance it, like you're saying. But anyway, um, before we wrap up, if you guys don't mind, yeah. Um, and this is kind of like a question to everyone like in the chat listeners as well, yeah. What would you want to see implemented into Black History Month that will make you feel as though this is worthwhile? Okay. Not, not, not all at once, folks. No, do you know what it is? I guess... I don't know what that is or what that looks like because I guess okay. for me, like I said, I feel like it feels very performative. Do you know okay. what I mean? So it's like we gear up towards this one time in the year where we're going to really focus on black history and then after that, it just kind of fades out. For someone like me, I'm black. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my day-to-day, I'm reminded of black history. Do you know what I mean? Like I live every day. Like I don't think I do anything different in Black History Month that I do on any other day. And I think a lot of people probably in our community feel the same. Do you get what I mean? So I, I, I don't know. I don't want to play into the bullshit, man. I would like to see different narratives being okay. pushed. I don't want to hear the same stories that I'm hearing all the time. And I'm not saying eradicate them or get rid of them. Like mm-hmm. we're saying that, so people forget or nothing like that. I'm just saying, just push it towards different things, man. Because people's mentalities ain't going to change if you just keep pushing them narratives in there. And it's not like... It's like even like self-hate other people. And I know people are saying that, oh, this kings and queens narrative is, is crap and boring and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. But throughout history, like people put Roti on a pedestal anyway. Like you get what I'm trying to say? Like and throughout mm-hmm. history through the things that they teach you, like I know about the flipping 
like say that like just this country's royal family and stuff like that. Like through history, man can learn, man know lineage about these people. I ain't got no business mm-hmm. knowing about like mm-hmm. you know what I'm trying to say. Like and any you just as- associate roti with like whiteness. Okay. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. that can't be good for the social standing of, of the world. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't know how much importance it is. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, so you know, King Queen. I'm just saying just to change the narrative. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, there's other histories of the world that, that they can teach us that we don't know about. So it's like, there's never black people in positions of power. Mm. Like, the famous black people that we know are always all about struggle. Mm. You get me? They was elevated and put on the platform because they was fighting for our rights and all these very, very rare. It's always about struggle. I don't know enough. They don't tell us about black people that were just up there, just top for nothing, for mm. no reason, and give us history about it. I think those things, those things are important. Yeah. You get me? Like, it's changing the narratives to having a different mindset of how you see people. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I think those things are important. So I would like people just to start. Just different things. Even like in England, like just start teaching us some black British history. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there was, there's been black British people that have done great things. There's a, like fighting for civil rights, all these kind of things. Like, there was like black businessmen walking around from back in the day when black people never had no, like, all these kind of things. Like, just information that I don't mm-hmm. know in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's actually going to teach me something, something yeah. different. Mm-hmm this crap that they've been spewing mm. the whole time. That's just how I feel about it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I would just want to feel like I can actually be educated. Okay. Like, teach me something then. Well, we gonna do that this month? Let's go. go for it, man. What about you guys? Um, Retweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, cool. Yeah. Um, Brent? Um, what would they need to do for me to value Black History Month more than I do? What would need to happen? So I don't want to put it on they mm-hmm. or us. Mm-hmm. That's up to you how you answer it. Mm-hmm. But what needs to happen for you to say, you know what? I'm looking forward to this month. Mm. Um, ask me the same question next year. Once okay. it is that uh, we've had a few months operating as TMV. Okay. Because <laughs> 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 we're going to change the landscape completely. But um, meant to that. Meant to that. Yeah, I, I don't like complaining too much about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hate when it is, I think it was a couple of years ago when I was hearing um, from, I think my father was saying they were trying to look to remove Black History Month and, mm-hmm. you know, throwing like the Browns as well. Mm-hmm. Sam, Can you imagine? That pissed me the hell off. Because obviously the, the beam stuff, yeah, rubbish. And that that would piss me off. But um, outside of that, whatever initiative gets run, whatever program gets run, I mean, I I've never worked in the corporate space, but I know that they they run through a whole set of programs that are beneficial to those blacks that are in those particular spaces. Even if it's performative, there there is a leg up that they're basically given. There is there is preferential treatment that is bestowed upon them. And I know some people may not like it mm-hmm. because they know it's uh, token gesture. Yeah. But others. It gives them a... Was it last year when they gave ZZ in at that show and they made them do the whole morning and all yeah. that? Was yeah. that Black History Day? Oh, was that Black History Day? That was Black was History that? Day. Was it? I've done it for a while, it was a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stuff like that pissed me off. Why? I just... Because it does. It was a whole day of Black, it's just black gone now. It's just like, it's, the like you're saying, these Egypt token gestures, stuff like that pissed yeah. me off. I can't even lie to you. And that's, and that's the thing. That, that just me the wrong that's way. What, that's what I'm saying. Because that, I remember that day... There was a day where the program from the it beginning back back all yeah. the way. So that was one day. Okay, cool. And then I remember Mo and um, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but I think she presents Big Brother. She they had the Big Breakfast show. That and they did people doing. complain? Of course no, did. they didn't. People were talking about how they need to make this a permanent oh, thing. Right, we never heard anything back from there. No, Middle Earth was complaining. No, like the 
Fiat 500 lot were. Oh yeah, but they're <laughs> different. They <laughs> complain <laughs> about Love Island. So do you get I me? Mean? So yeah. can, can I ask you a, all... guys a question then before we wrap up again then? Yeah. Because that... <laughs> we ain't wrapped up the first We didn't even wrap up the first time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Because, yeah. because, it's because, it's because of what you guys just said. When yeah. everyone... Um, it's because of what you guys just said, right? Like, you want to hear the positive stuff, right? You want to learn something, this time the third. You want to see positive images of black people. They gave you an entire day. We're 3%, 3.5% of the population. They broadcasted the entire nation for an entire day. Black presenters in positions of power, right? At least front-facing. And they did certain things for an entire month, I think, right? Why did that piss you off? Isn't that they, what we want? Why are they on the, why are they on the telly now? Where are they gone? But, but, but the same thing as Black, but, um, black History Month. I don't... Because you're, you're not saying the same thing about Black History Month. You're saying, like, why... Why isn't those things about Black History Month taught all year round? You're saying, for this month, I at least want it to be like this. For this month, Channel 4 is saying, I'm going to give it to you like this. Pure black people. We've yeah. never seen it before. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. Walk in that spirit. Keep it, man. Make changes. Like, Obviously, I'm not saying make the whole channel just all black people for the mm -hmm. whole year. Yeah. But if you're, you're, if you've got... Like, what's your, your commitment to change ain't enough. It's just, it's not, it's just, like you said, it's just token gestures. It's just these 31 days. You don't care. Like... If, if, for example, yeah, you're, you're doing Filthy, for example, yeah, and they're like, cool, you guys are doing well, black people in Filthy, TDA, no behavior, and you, you guys have got your fan base already, yeah? Mm -hmm. Cool. But for Black History Month, we're going to put you guys for a whole day on Channel 4, for example, or whatever channel it is. Do you not feel as though some of the things you're doing as a podcaster, right, and the, the positive things that can come for that will be kind of exponentially taken to a next level if you're given that one day or that one month doesn't it aid your thingy does it have to be a thing where it's cool we give you a handout if you want to call it a handout perpetually well, definitely there's <laughs> definitely there's, there's there's benefits to it to getting the platform and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Mm -hmm. like 100% you get what I'm trying to say that yeah. some people are going to see it but I'd still probably I'd, I'd, I'd still feel the same way so I'd probably I would take of course I'd take the opportunity to do it mm -hmm. and utilise it maximise it as best as possible but I probably still feel the same way. Like, if moving forward, is this just like the day or whatever, like your funny initiative for October and that, mm -hmm. and then November, December, January, February, you don't give a rass about, man. Mm. I'm still going to feel the same way. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Again, there's definitely benefits to it. It's each to their own, isn't it? But there's, and whether it's, whether I've even got proper reasoning behind it, yeah. I can't even say that's even true. Mm. But, there's just stuff about that that just rubs me the wrong way. Mm. I just don't like it. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I guess we can wrap up there, man. Nice. Let's get some more headlines. <laughs> <laughs>
the US, for context, has already supplied $46 billion in military aid to Ukraine since Russia launched their full-scale attack in February of 2022. President Biden has requested another $24 billion on top of that. Um, next headline, trigger warning here, guys. And non-emergency caesarean sections have been delayed because of the ongoing NHS strike, with one woman saying that she feels that she has lost all control over the birth of her child as a result. Both junior doctors and consultants are taking joint action for the first time from Monday, uh, with Christmas Day levels of cover expected until Wednesday. It follows two days of strike action at the end of September and will coincide with Rishi Sunak's first Conservative Party conference as leader and prime minister. One pregnant woman who was asked to remain, who asked, pardon me, to remain anonymous, um, has a pre-existing condition, and she said, "I was told I should not go over my due date." Right. Well, obviously, she's in a situation where it's looking like she may um, be in a yeah. Be, have to. Um, after initially being advised by her medical team to be induced on her due date, after discussions with her midwife, she opted instead to have a cesarean section at 39 weeks. Um, she said, I felt huge relief at this decision, but she has since been told that a C-section is no longer possible because of these strikes. And our last headline, um, trigger warning here as well, and Turkey has carried out an airstrike in northern Iraq after a suicide bombing attack in the capital, Ankara. This according to um, its defense ministry. The airstrike destroyed 20 targets belonging to the Kurdish militant group PKK, uh, which claimed responsibility for the bombing. Early on Sunday, two police officers were injured in an attack in Ankara, hours before parliament was uh, scheduled to reopen after a three-month summer recess. Two terrorists carried out the attack. This is according to the Turkey's interior minister, Ali Yelkaya. Um, one died in a blast, and the other was killed in a shootout with police. And on Twitter, the Turkish government spokesperson said air operations were carried out against the terrorist targets in Metina, Hakuk, Kandil, and Gara regions in the north of Iraq at 9 o'clock in the p.m. on the 1st of October and the separatist terrorist organization, BTO. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Nice. Let's get into some word and road. Okay, so I saw this from Ice Cube. Do you guys refer to Ice Cube as the goat? I do. Of what? I don't know. I do. You do? Sorry, what? Yeah. Ice Cube. Of what? Top five rappers. Okay. 100%. Well, he doesn't want you to do it anymore. <laughs> 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 Quite long story short. Basically, he tweeted, he said, for those who thinks it flatters me, please don't call me the effing goat. Carry on. And he said, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the respect, but don't call me that. So okay. That's just. just well, that's it. That's it. That was point. You had to go ask you to me. <laughs> <laughs> See how many albums like that. consistent. Like, I'm sorry, Esther. Straight out of Compton, he wrote half of the bars on that, right? America, America's Most Wanted, classic album. So two classic albums in a row. Death Certificate, classic album. Three classics in a row. No one's done that. Who's done that? Ask you cold though. He is exactly. He he prefers that. <laughs> Give him a compliment, that's it. Um, so that's that. Um, and then also, Pete Davidson said so there's alleged reports, right, that he's, I think, I, I'm not sure if he's talked about that. I think he's talked about his struggle with like mental health and stuff. But uh, apparently, he's, well, actually, no, it has been known as well that he struggles with drugs as well. And an insider is basically saying that he's not taking it seriously. Allegedly, he's not taking it seriously mm. and he could wind up killing himself. Wow. So that's that. So sending prayers and love to Pete Davidson. Hopefully, he can, you know, gather himself together and whatnot. 
But obviously, this then brings up the whole conversation with Kanye when Kanye had a problem with him going out with Kim and being around his kids, blah, blah. Even though some of that was just rooted in, in envy, I don't think it was like a safeguard situation. But yeah, man, love to be Davidson. Hopefully he can get himself right. Uh, what else is there? Oh, yeah, so Thames made an announcement last week, I believe on Friday. So she posted a picture of her and she was in white, looking beautiful as ever. And she was basically in water. I don't know if you can see that. It's like that. Looks beautiful. And she captioned it October the 5th. That was it. And then someone then came and said, um, I don't know, where is it? Was she married to Peter? <laughs> no. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Someone said um, she looks <laughs> she looks like Yemoja or Yema, Yemeya, mm -hmm. who's like a goddess or something. Yeah, Embody so. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Embodying um, Oshun, which is the god of something. But terms anyway, she corrected that, which I absolutely love. So listen to this. So the person said that, right? And posted the pictures of the goddesses that were standing over water in their bodily glow and whatnot. Here's what Thames had to say. Actually, it's about Jesus Christ teaching me how to walk on water to trust him and not in human understanding. He changed my life. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, it's Eman's KMT for me. That's why I said excuse me. He needs to respect himself over there. He changed my life. And if you seek Christian. him... Second. Anyway, sorry. Listen, it's when he gets to the pearly <laughs> gates. He and his makeup got a lot to talk about. Just off what he's foolish is on this platform alone. Anyways, she says, actually, it's about Jesus Christ teaching me how to walk on water, to trust him and not in human understanding. He changed my life. And if you seek him, he will fill you up too. He's a Lord of Lords, the word of God made flesh. He, I am his sheep. He is my shepherd and I have been forever transformed. I'm his forever. That's just me though. So all the people that are coming to... Thank you very much, Brent. Betty and all. All you people that come to attribute her picture to gods that she doesn't serve, she said respect yourself. And I love that. Mm. Um, oh, Kanye West having a bad day. Actually, I don't think he's going to care. I really don't think that man's going to care. There's been leaked <laughs> leaked footage of Kanye dissing everybody and their mama. First of all, the one first one I saw was Cardi. Talking about Cardi, basically saying that Cardi's an industry plant. And she was, she was pumped in by Atlantic so they could take down Nicki Minaj. He said that she's not, um, but essentially she's not, she's not great at what she does. Essentially, she's out here singing about, um, what was it? Oh, fuck him now, get some money. Um, he basically just dissed her in it and just said that, yeah, she's just like, she thinks she got to the top by singing fuck him, get some money. He's like, no, like they made that happen for you kind of thing. Um, and Cardi did respond, but all she responded with was a clip, an interview that Kanye did with Jason Lee, where he talked about how he's always believed in in Cardi, mm. and Cardi is sick and talented, and he's been on her side and riding for her since day one. So that's all she tweeted. She just tweeted that with a blue heart, which I think is very respectful. Um, and then also there's another, another footage as well where he cusses Nas and... <laughs> <laughs> He's rapping out BM off beat. <laughs> Don't let you sit here. Like but listen, he said he's um, Nas was rapping off beat. Um, <laughs> talking about they did a song and then they should have done a video. He's, he's like, oh, he's, he's out here rapping off beat, not wanting to do a video. Then he goes and does a video, doesn't tell me anyway. Um, and then talks about Pusha T and Tayana because they gave um, Tayana Wanna Love Me, a banging song. She does that song justice. But he but he's basically talking about like how he gave her that song. And how we like push a T, but push a T is a whole mess. It's just dissing everybody, to be honest with you. Um, and yeah, I don't understand how footage can leak. And it talks about, oh yeah, like wanting to leave good music as well. And how, you know, 
Essentially, he's great. And he's talking about like how at the moment he's... Well, at the time, so it was in 2018, allegedly. Well, he the was, was in 2018. Yeah. Or, or, okay. Because he was on... I think he was on set for his documentary at the time, like something like that. But basically, he was also saying how um, he wants to leave good music and how he's one of the greatest and how he's spending time performing, going to festivals to support people and whatnot. When he's been talking about doing festivals for the longest time, but people are not... I guess the powers that be are trying to stop that and whatnot. And he was like, watch me leave good music, watch me leave Adidas too, watch me da 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 To be fair to him, he's done everything that he said he was going to do in the clip, so there's that. Um, but the clip is circulating on Twitter if you're interested in listening to the full thing. And then also, over the weekend as well, that was announced that a man has been arrested in arrested and charged in connection with the killing of um, Tupac. Mm. 27, 27 years later. So the guy's name is Dwayne... Is it Kefe? Kef? Kefe D. Davis. Um, again, the rest of when you're 60 is wild. He's so dumb though. Something you did 27 years ago. Let him land, man. He's been talking Something about he's been talking and that is part of their, that is part, that is in the discovery. Oh, the interviews that have been popping yeah. up. Yeah. Like from, he's been talking But that wasn't much. even what Oh, is that what got him? No. Got? Oh, it's not? No, it's not. That's just, oh. that's just an addition. So basically <laughs> what it was, was that he, his nephew, Tupac and his nephew had some kind of argument or whatever. I think his nephew was beaten up or whatever. So he's then gone to retaliate. Da, da, da. They found a footage from, I think, a hotel or something like that anyway, where the nephew's been beaten up and whatever. Um, and then he's going on different platforms to brag that he was in the car at the time. Also helped them. Oh, They're because there's, I think, Las Vegas laws or something like that. They're saying, yeah. like, if he was in the car... Like, say, yeah. like, you're using the car for, like, a robbery and you didn't even get out of the car, you'd get charged for armed robbery. Well, he's getting charged for something. Because so, they're basically saying he's a leader. And they say, because basically, apparently, he was a leader of the, of the Crips. So, and apparently, he, ca- he calls the shots. So, they're saying, based on the evidence they have, he actually was the one who ordered the shooting and the killing of him. So, he's got to go. And some of his um, people, them... He's a former leader of the Southside Compton Crips yeah, street gang. A particular sect. He's the on-ground, on-site commander okay. who ordered the death of him. This is what the prosecutor said in court. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's getting the day he deserves, so there's just that. And of course, Jada said something about that. I saw. Of course. I'm not going to lie, I did kind of roll my eyes though. No, I'll be honest with you, I was waiting for her to say something. Oh, I said, now, we can get not, the cl- now we can get the closure that we want. I think, how are okay. you not, not, not going to say something? So she put it on her story. She said, now I, now I hope we can have, now I hope we can get some answers and have some closure. R.I.P. Park. She released something the other day as well. I can't remember what it was, but I wasn't going to report on it because I'm not reporting on Jada's love affair with Park. Is Diddy next? Did she post a picture of Park on her Herman Park dancing, no, Herman Park singing yeah, Will Smith yeah. on his birthday? Oh, stop it. Or something like that, isn't it? I think it was that. Or was it her birthday? It couldn't have been Will's birthday because she must hate that man. That's wild. No, it was her birthday because Will done a post for her the same day, innit? Oh. Will done a post for his girl and she, she posted, and she posted, she posted Park. what Park would have posted if he was here. Mm. So is Diddy next? Yeah, man. I'm hearing that. Because in that same uh, uncovering, apparently there was a, a tape of Keefe D talking to um, Diddy and Diddy asked, is it our boys? And then he, he said, yeah. Apparently he, he put one million up and yeah. gave it to, I don't think it was Keefe D, it was, I think it was the other person yeah. that I saw in the documentary. 
I don't think it was documentary, it was a reaction to all the news. And it was very, very explicit. So I'm assuming it's real, right? They gave him one million to kill Sujanite. Am I saying that properly? Sujanite? Yeah. Sujanite. And PDD. And Tupac. Is it? Yes. I ain't seen all that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's I watched a few, around for a few years. I watched a few videos. Yeah. On YouTube. So well, damn. I mean, Diddy's gonna go, Diddy's gonna get the day he deserves. He's got like quite a bit. There's a, the streets saying a lot about that man. Yeah. There's also, also clips. <laughs> you know, Charlamagne used to be really, 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 really ruthless. <laughs> he's saying that's the Diddy. He's like, um, obviously, it's it's not real. But there was a documentary that came out that said that you were involved in such and such, and he was just sitting next to him. He was just sitting next to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Charlamagne does a thing where you ask a question and then you. You do that thing and it's kind of do that knowing full well he's just asked something messy. Mm. Oh, <laughs> losing his bag. Do you reckon they can come get him for that? If they ain't got no proof, just hearsay. I'm not sure if it is. Because it matters. Mm. I think if the streets believe this is the case now, that's the most important thing, right? It might be jungle justice. Well, so what? Against Diddy? Yes. Nah. I don't Ooh, think so. Okay. Because like, this has been out for a while, you know, for years. So he's already paid them off to not come after him. No, I think I think basically no one cares. Everyone's kind of attributed oh, okay. it to the cousin, and sorry, the nephew of KVD, mm-hmm. Orlando Anderson, right? So him, the leader of the Crips. No, no KVD. Yeah, his nephew. Basically, he got, got revenge rushed. for his nephew being rushed. Exactly. So Orlando got rushed um, after the Tyson fight, and then obviously when Tupac and them lot were just mind their business in um, Vegas, that's when them lot rolled up on him. So everyone's just thought, oh, Orlando Anderson, because he's a serious Crip guy. Mm-hmm. He was the one who basically just killed Tupac because it was in revenge for that, innit? So that's always going to be the narrative. But Keith D, he's been talking and talking and talking. You know what I'm saying? So he he didn't snitch or whatever, but he basically dry snitched, innit? He basically said, oh, the person who did it was in the car, innit? Because everyone in the car is dead apart from him today, he was able to kind of just kind of finesse the situation and, and kind of be free, innit? Right? Mm. But because he keeps talking now, and people are talking about it as well. And the witness saying, well, the hand that came out of the, the window was like a kind of like a chunky hand there. And then Orlando was a, a skinny guy. It's not Orlando. So now people are looking more into the case and this, that, and the third. So yeah, it's just, it's all his fault, basically. It's so all the, his fault, the Keefe, basically. Keefe Deed guy mm-hmm. on Vlad was saying that Didi needs to run him some pee. Did he? He needs to look after him. <laughs> Why was he saying that? Because this why is what I'm saying. Like, like, you're <laughs> talking <laughs> as if he's the per- like, like, why was he saying that? No, but he's talking. Like, he knows. He's talking. Oh, it's only because I've, I've watched a few videos like yesterday, innit? Mm. And they were alluding to the fact that Diddy's next because of the connection with this same Keefy D mm-hmm. and Diddy. So uh, I wanted to know in your story, yeah. it has nothing to do with Diddy. It just has yeah. to do with a, um, a revenge um, hit yeah. from them. Beating up that boy. No, but the two happened simultaneously. So the rumours were always out that Diddy had put peas on, on them lot's head, innit? Oh. And it was always going to be the Crips, them, like, key for these guys, innit? Oh. But everyone kind of thought, wait, like, that's just kind of rumours, there's no real tangible something there, innit? Okay. So it kind of seemed like because Orlando's guy, basically, long story short, Orlando's guys, right, robbed one of the Row guys for a chain, innit? Mm-hmm. When they've seen him at Vegas, they've rushed him. So everyone's kind of just thought it's because he's a serious guy, isn't it? Like he ain't just gonna let it slide, yeah, and that's why they retaliated okay. that same night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think people kind of forgot about the Diddy thing. Okay. So the motivation wasn't necessarily the million pounds, a million dollars. It was more so oh, retaliation. Okay. But at the same time, it helped because you kind of did. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. One bird, two stones, or was right. it two birds, one stone? All 
Right. Did he live on then? Um, well, good news for the Beehive. Beyonce's Renaissance film is coming to theatres near you on the 1st of December. Papa Sick, man. I think she's dropped the trailer. It looks really, really cool. It looks really, really good. But all her production always does. And in the, at the end of the trailer, it says a film by Beyonce. And it's going to be released on the 1st of December. And theatres. But I don't know if that's American theatres or worldwide theatres. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. But yeah, man, she's got a film coming up. And obviously, to be fair, this is kind of act one of the Renaissance. So who knows what act two is going to be or how many acts they are. So big up the beehive. Mm-mm-mm. Got 20 minutes left. 20 minutes or something. <laughs> 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 no, I said people general. Oh, I didn't hear. Listens to things I'm in the first away from you. Sorry? I'm the first. And you know what I have hard hearing anyway. Do you? When it, Since when? Talking. When I'm talking. Or your voice notes play at three <laughs> times <laughs> speed. <laughs> anyway, 10.24. Got 24 minutes to wrap this up. Prince didn't watch his films at double speed. That, does, that does, that spun does me. Everything. I didn't see that. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see the worst at double speed. I didn't no, see that. But it's the fact that he, he put it in the group and was like, oh, if you, I, you, if you watch it at double speed. I thought, sir. I mm-hmm. didn't see that. What? See that? I was going to say he said 1.75. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the I don't deserve you finding it for me for them. That's right. I'm, I'm a fair woman. <laughs> <laughs> How's that work with martial arts movies? You must think you're <laughs> <laughs> You must think everything's the matrix. <laughs> you're so childish. You're actually childish. <laughs> I'm here for the comedy. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. First thing I wanted to mention is um, the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt. It's looking like he's going to be reiterating the government's commitments to making benefit sanctions harsher in a speech that he's got laid out today. He's also, though, to kind of balance it, I guess, also going to be talking about raising the national living wage above £11 an hour. Um, obviously, he hasn't said a speech yet, but... So I don't have all the details, but yeah, that, that's basically going to be one of the um, aims he's going to put out there to basically let the people know, man. It's going to be a bit tougher, man. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is obviously what we kind of mentioned in one of the previous headlines, which is that there's going to be a 72-hour doctor strike and how that's going to really <laughs> cause um, extreme disruption. Whatever. I'm just thinking about it. Brent's watching three-hour movies now. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's a game changer. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man, NHS bosses are warning um, patients right, to expect extreme disruption in hospitals because obviously the junior doctors, the consultants, um, yeah, there's a three day joint walkout in England, right? So um, it began seven o'clock this morning. And yeah, man, they're saying that they're, gonna, they're looking to bring all the non emergency care anyway to like a near standstill. So like we said in the previous headline, again, cesarean sections and stuff are kind of pushed back, man. Like real stuff that people kind of rely on are going to be disrupted, man, which is quite sad. Um, Next thing I wanted to mention is uh, water companies are basically saying that they want to increase household bills, man, by um, £150. So they're saying that basically because of the challenges, including shortages and sewage leaks that we kind of spoke about some think at the top of the year um all them type of things they're trying to you know sort all that out basically it's going to cost more money and they're trying to make a case for hiking 
their um, um, their rates basically. Um, the plans would pay um, for like 10 new reservoirs. It's going to cut leaks, is what they're saying, and stop the equivalent of 6,800 Olympic swimming pools worth of sewage spills. So this is why they need the money, you know what I'm saying? What it's saying is um, it could, the investment would be about $96 billion, and that's going to be between 2025 and 2030. So the scale of the work means that the average bill in England, if they obviously get the go-ahead or whatever, is expected to be £7 a month higher by 2025, rising by £13 by 2030. Equivalent to, long story short, £156 more a year. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is Nationwide spoke about how house prices are unchanged um, in September last month. And I guess kind of being put down to the whole um, interest rate not being increased after the 14th consecutive um, time and also a slowdown during, during the summer. So um, they reported that there was a 0.8% fall in August. Uh, it meant that prices were still 5.3% lower than a year earlier, equaling the biggest annual drop since 2009. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Um, like I said, that's kind of a... They're saying anyway, a big part of that is down to um, the Bank of England not increasing the, the, the base rate which is currently at 5.25%, which marked the end of that hiking cycle over 14 consecutive meetings. And the last thing I wanted to mention is something in Nigeria. And the president, Mr. Bola Ahmed Tinubu, has announced a six-month increase to the minimum wage um, for workers, man. So the workers are, were about, are pardon me, set to start an indefinite strike. So they're not doing what the NHS are doing, three days and turning you ahead of time. They say, my friend... This is indefinite, you know what I'm saying? The unions want the monthly wage to be raised to $255 to help deal with a sharp um, rise in the cost of living since Tinubu took um, office in May. So the president's $32 increase only brings a monthly uh, minimum salary to $70. Are you guys deep in what, what I just said? I don't $70. $70. That's the monthly minimum salary in Nigeria. But don't people do that sometimes, though? Even though it sounds mad, it is mad. Mm. But, because the exchange rate there and yeah, price yeah, everything course, is yeah. mad. But sometimes when we convert to what it is that we... That's, this is our economy here. Mm -hmm. So money over there... Yeah, definitely. ...is different. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. But if you consider that what the union's asking for, they're saying we want $255. So they couldn't yeah, yeah, definitely mad, 100%. But, you, you know, know what I'm saying? So that... You know what I'm saying? That disparity between £200 <laughs> or $255 <laughs> and $70. You know what I'm saying? And bear in mind, he increased it by thirty-two dollars. So imagine, on <laughs> forty. You know what crazy. I'm saying? So yeah, man. Um, he's also placed to speed up the rollout of cheap gas-powered um, buses um, to kind of help with the recent tripling of fuel prices as well. Um, yeah, man. He apparently has re um, removed the fuel subsidy that had kept the prices of uh, petrol low for decades, as well. And to be fair to him, like from a capitalist um, perspective. You, it wouldn't always be the best thing to have subsidies, isn't it? Because the people are paying for it effectively by their tax, you know what I'm saying? So I guess if he wants growth, he wants more competition, it makes sense for him to long-term to, to remove that. But of course, it's going to be crazy now for, for the consumers, which is obviously the case, hence the tripling of uh, fuel prices. But yeah, long story short, they are, they are striking in Nigeria as well. So the striking here, they're striking in Nigeria, and hopefully both places can get what they're looking for, man. Or at least get close to it. But that's it for the People's Journal. Nice. What, motivation on Monday? 
Headlines. Headlines, aber nice. nice. Das ganze Headlines. Alright. So, trigger warning in this one, guys. A woman has been charged with murder after a man in his 60s was stabbed to death so sad, man. in what police are calling a race hate crime. So the victim from Eastern and Bristol died from a stab wound after being attacked in Grosvenor Road, St. Paul's, on Friday afternoon. He was described by police as a familiar and popular figure in the area. The Avon and Somerset police said that his family are being supported by specially trained family liaison officers. The major crime investigation team is leading the inquiry and treating it as a race hate crime. The family has been offered assistance by Sari, which is a stand against racism and inequality. Christina Howell, 36, from Eastern, is due to appear before Bristol Magistrates Court on Monday today. Neighbourhood Chief Inspector Deepak Kempf said that police were grateful to the community for their prompt action to help the injured man and support the investigation. You will still see an increased police presence in the area as our inquiries continue. That's what he added as well. But yeah, very sad news, man. Next headline takes us to Mali, where there's some fierce fighting. It's broken out in northern Mali with the Tuareg rebels, Tuareg rebels um, saying that they have taken control of the town of Bamba from the army. It comes after the separatist fighters said that they had killed more than 80 soldiers in the center of the country. The government confirmed an army base in the Mopti region had been targeted on Thursday, but it gave no details. The upsurge in violence com comes as UN peacekeepers deployed to Mali in 2013 withdraw on the orders of the junta. Thursday's raid on the town of Diora um, is the most southerly one since Tuareg rebels renewed hostilities in August after the collapse of the 2015 peace deal. But this has coincided with the growing violence from Islamist militant groups despite the deployment in December of 2021 of the Wagner Group as well. So the army has already been um, targeted in Bamba early in September by Al-Qaeda linked jihadists. And in the social media post, the military said that the clashes in Bamba on Sunday had begun at 6 o'clock in the morning and he described them as intense. He did not name the fighters involved, but he did describe them as terrorists. So unfortunately, that's what's happening over there, man. Um, just for a bit of context, the Tuareg rebels who want independence for North Mali, Northern Mali are opposed to the army taking control of bases vacated by the thousands of departing UN troops. And the rebels had once been allied to the Islamist uh, militant groups who took over Northern Mali in 2012 a move which prompted France and the then, pardon me, and then the UN to intervene to stop them advancing south to the capital. And the last headline, also in Africa, and a bit of sad news here, no, a lot of sad news, pardon me, a trigger warning as well. Um, a huge fire has erupted at a police complex in Egypt's city of Ismailia um, earlier this morning. So images on social media showed flames engulfing the city's security um, directorate and parts of the building are said to have collapsed. Dozens of people were reportedly injured. Fire engines at the scenes um, appeared to be struggling to contain the blaze. And a Reuters uh, news agency cited witnesses as saying that state TV, sorry, as, as saying this particular thing, sorry. Um, the cause of the fire is not yet known. Deadly fires are not uncommon in Egypt because of the poorly enforced um, fire safety standards, but still, it's a bit of a mad one. And in August last year, dozens of people died after a fire broke out at a church. I think we spoke about that as well. But yeah, man. Hopefully they can control the situation and there'll be um, less people injured, man. But that's it for the headlines. It's time to pay the bills. All right, bring it home, Marks. Let's get into <laughs> reaction. Go for it quick. You can get. I, I've missed. I'm so pissed. Mm. I've missed the fight. Like, tried to watch it. Mm. 
fell asleep. <laughs> but uh, I was on the phone for so long, yeah, mm. just trying to wait for the right time. Yeah, the person mm. I was talking to ran out of stamina. Couldn't run out of stamina. Yeah, couldn't take it no more. Talking about they want to go bed. Shit. Ah, uh, cool. And mm. then by the time I got to the phone, I think I watched um the Ugas fight. Oh yes, that was alright. Various, yeah, yeah. And then I thought that was the one. I thought that was the next. Who will be next? Yeah, I thought Cancelo was next. Nah, Canelo. Nah. Um, but it wasn't. Nah, it was um, what's that guy's name? That black brother. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. So then I fell asleep. I woke up in round twelve. <laughs> <laughs> or what I actually wanted to see. Mm. To be fair, yeah, I don't think you missed. Oh wait, you didn't get fired a year. Nah, not even close. <laughs> it was one-sided. It was completely one-sided. Like again, like they always say, it's cliche, didn't it? But there's weight classes for a reason, man. And him going up two weight classes was just too much. And to be fair, yeah, I wish I saw this. Um, I saw the weigh-in before. Um, well, obviously the weigh-in wasn't a weekend, in it. So I couldn't. But basically, the way, when I saw the weigh-in, and I saw Canelo, you know, doing the face-to-face with Charlo, mm. I knew it was going to be one-sided. Charlo looked scared. Yeah, I saw him talking. He didn't film with no confidence whatsoever. None. Like None. Was, at the press conference, he talk, it didn't sound confident. Like the nah. stuff that he was saying, Not at all. he didn't sound like he believed it. At all. At he was all. talking about, you ain't seen a fighter like me, or you ain't come up against a man like me. He's like, I'm thinking like, really? This guy? My man no. said you ain't seen. Man said you ain't seen this level yet. But don't worry, you're gonna learn. I said, oh my god, he's in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, I, I thought he was actually gonna go there and actually, like, try and and you know what I'm saying. But I feel like the moment, and also once he got in the ring and, and felt the shots as well, mm. I think he was just thinking, I just don't want to be embarrassed. Okay. I just don't want to be knocked out. That type of thing. Um, but he showed glimpses of of skill. You know what I'm saying? A few good um, combinations. Um, good defense here and there, but it was just constant pressure from Canelo. That was it. And obviously he got dropped in round seven. Oh, did he? Yeah, he got dropped. Um, he got a shot to the, I think, yeah, right hook, hit him in the head. It was kind of buzzed, and then kind of took the knee in it. So it was good. He was kind of, you know, he had his senses about him. Um, for him to obviously, you know, take the knee and be like, you know, what, I need a little ten second break here. Um, but besides that, yeah, you'd probably give him maybe like one or two rounds. Ma- two rounds max and those were rounds where Canelo just kind of chilled for a bit mm. you know what I'm saying so yeah it was decent to watch but it wasn't really anything the Barros and Ugas fight that was much better much better Barros is a, is a serious fight man because I, I, I like Ugas punch his eye off yeah 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 I thought yeah. it was going to stop that yeah yeah the, the thing is Ugas kind of I don't want to say he bruises easily but like whenever he's in fights like you see his eye gets swollen again Spence did the same thing to him you know what I'm saying but Ugas is a very durable fighter but Barros, I've always been a fan of Barros since I was, even though I saw him lo- lose to Tank. Yeah. The way he conducted himself, how professional he was, but also how he fought against Tank as well. And that's at 140, by the way, right? Um, I just thought, no, nah, I like this guy. And for him to come up to world weight now to fight Ugas and win like he did, dropped Ugas twice. Yeah, I think, was the last one in the top? Yes. Just yeah. before the end. Yeah. So he, if there was any time, if he would have been. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. I, I was surprised one, about how much... Like snap was in his punches in the later rounds. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this guy was exactly. Who's punching like, like jabbing it like it was round one? I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And the, funny enough, a jab, a jab dropped him in round two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Barros, Barros did well, man. Um, also, big up Vidal Riley. No, Vidal Riley. Okay. I feel like you've probably seen him somewhere. He's yeah. a British fighter. He won um, 
the English Vidal. He's one that got beef with Tommy Fury. I think so. He was supposed to come on all behavior, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, until yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should, man. Definitely. He's good, man. I, I used to see him on Mayweather's boxing channel. He used to train out there in America. Mm. And I think he was training KSI as well. The day before the traffic break where I couldn't get here. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to come here that day. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 he's good, man. A lot of potential. I like him. Very good. So, yeah, man. He won the English title, English cruiserweight title. So, big him up. Um, Opataya, he fought Thompson. To be fair, Thompson is, was, he was just levels below. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those fights where it's like, cool, the opportunity has, ar has arisen. I'm going to take the fight. Somebody else could have easily taken that fight. Okoli could have taken that fight. Um, Rackpaw could have taken that fight. Other cruiserweights sh should have been there in front of um, this guy. And yeah, unfortunately, he just wasn't on that level. But he's a good boxer. He's got potential, man. Tall, strong cruiserweight. But Opataya was just on another level. You know what I'm saying? So big him up, though, for trying anyway. Um, Caroline Dubois, women's boxing. So she won. Bigger up, 100%. She, she's now the IBO lightweight champion. Um, yeah, she, she destroyed Rodriguez, man. So, and she's, she's a serious prospect. So big her up as well. And also, Fury versus Usyk. Oh, I got announced, right? It's confirmed. Saudi Arabia. It's confirmed. You going? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be interesting, though. But well, who's going to win? Fury, Fury's going to win, man. I think Fury's going to win. Fury's going to win. Because of his reach? And his size, too big. Um, yeah. Usyk, uh, Usyk's body is vulnerable. And obviously, everyone knows that now. Fury won't allow himself to be cheated. Like Dubois. Like that's, that inexperience, Fury won't allow it. And Fury's a very tricky fighter as well. You know those um, illegal, like mm. tricky things that mm. you learn in certain gyms mm. and on the streets? Yeah, Fury knows all of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a very um, interesting fight though. Because Usyk is there to, to, you know, try and win, mm. to be undisputed. This is a potential sick fight as well for decades, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. 100%. But um, there's no date. It's just been confirmed. It's been signed by both parties. Um, but there's no date. They're saying it can be any time from now to the end of Riyadh season in Saudi Arabia. So that's the end of March. So any time from now to the end of March, we should be seeing that fight, man. But obviously, Fury's got Ghana on the, on, when's that coming out? Is it next week? No, in a few weeks. I guess in Ghana. Yeah. Francis Ngannou, who's a um, MMA, MMA fighter. Oh. Yeah, so obviously Fury should win that quite easily. But um, Ngannou's a strong guy, man. Serious, serious puncher. But obviously this is boxing, isn't it? And Fury's the best boxer in the world in heavyweight, so it should be one-sided. But entertaining, maybe. But yeah, that's pretty much it, man, I think. Um, obviously there was football on the weekend. Mm -hmm. A few results. Um, City lost. That opens up the title race, isn't it, Brent? Fills you with some hope. Yeah. Yeah, they lost to Wolves. So I think I think all the teams around them that should. This is it. Yeah. Wolves, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aston should inspire Villa. them. Well, Spurs. Well, Liverpool. <laughs> Aston Villa, isn't it? Oh, Villa beat Brentford. I mean, Brighton six one. Mm -hmm. I didn't even see none of the. I didn't even see none of the goals. I had to go watch match of the day. I ain't watching no football because after United lost, I said I'm done with this, and I was with my youth, so I did. I couldn't even watch the game anyway. And even just hearing about how it played out, it's just mm. that is like a catastrophe, man. Like, that is crazy. I told you I was here expecting seven wins, seven from seven, seven from seven, and I did say if we don't get seven from seven, it's a problem. It just speaks to the mindset of these man. 
that they can batter them a few days earlier and then make changes and just 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 have this lackluster performance and just be losing two back to back home defeats, losing to nil Palace at home. There's so many problems over there, yeah. That like, oh no, people try and you can try and like paper over the cracks with real performances and whatnot, 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 whatnot. But the problems over there run so deep, it's scary. I might tap out of football uh, for impossible. a little bit. Impossible. I can't yeah. watch. I, there's no. I don't know what. I don't know what the future holds. You get what I'm trying to say? Like you can make up all these things, like the players, gaffers. Rah, rah, rah. It's just gonna be this. I've watched the same cycle for so long. Rinse and repeat. If they don't give this gaffer a chance to steady the ship over there and right the wrongs that's been going on for the past decade, yeah, it's just gonna be more of the same. Sack him. Get another manager. Eighteen months. He's gonna be in the exact same position. You know what I'm trying to say? Like rinse, repeat. I just don't see. Like everything has to change in that club. Like everything, like the ownership, like just everything needs to change or they're in big, big, big trouble. What does tapping out the football for a while actually look like for you though? Just not watching it. And you can't comment it on it? Huh? If you don't watch it, you can't comment it on it. Well, I can, but I'm not going to be very good, am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it if you want, but if I ain't seen it, I don't know shit. I'm not gonna be oh, very good at it, goodness. brother. You don't understand how you don't understand how I bad it is. I can see how it's there. affecting you emotionally. Huh? I can see how it's affecting you emotionally. In fact, if you say that you'll actually stop this big thing that everybody knows you to be involved in until it is the season's finished or something changes, but you wouldn't know. You have to wait <laughs> until somebody tells you it's changed. No, it's just it's tough over there, man. It really affects your mental well-being like that. Yeah, I'm invested in, the, in, in my hell. club. Hell, so, so the. Isn't it supposed to be through thick and thin? I, I'm, it's been through thick and thin. I well, you're though. looking to just divest from it. No, I wouldn't leave, though. You're going to have to go on a break in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. I never said I want a divorce. I ain't going okay. okay. nowhere. I guess you're doing what the therapist would tell you. It's yeah, toxic, it's toxic. You need to tune out for a bit. You get what I'm trying to That's say? That's not what he said. Bro. No, it's, there's... It's like, I've never seen, I've, ne I've almost never seen nothing like this. Like I'm saying, over the years, since Alex Ferguson's left, it's been bad. It's always been bad. It can get better. There's peaks and troughs, all these kind of stuff, ups and downs, whatever it may be. But the combination of everything now to this point, I ain't seen nothing like this. They're uh, too much of a big club to be run like this. All right, but it's just one game. Before this one game, you weren't catastrophizing like you are right now. No, I You always... were saying, we are going on a seven on, in seven win streak. Did you see the fixtures? That's 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 the standards that I hold my players to. That's what I expected. Obviously, I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen. That's what this I expected. This was off the back of you seeing how they were playing, right? So just no. coming one off. No, I don't. Or you just hopeful, you mean? You seem confident. No, because remember the games that we lost. I said to you, yeah. The games, the games that we lost, we were supposed to lose. The games that we won, we won. So nothing hasn't happened. There's nothing. Mm. There's nothing to be worried about. We lost the game that we were supposed to win. Now. Like, do okay. you get like, do you get what I mean? Suppose you win the next six, though. Would you like? All right, cool. I'm back in. No, because they're still like they're still they 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 should never be they shouldn't be losing at home to Palace. They should never be losing at home to Palace. There's problems. There's there's trouble there. Like there's there's problems in that club that need to be addressed. You get what I'm trying to say? Like the drop off from last season to this season is ridiculous. I've got a message. I can show you the screenshot. I told my brethren the second we lost that game to Brighton at home. Remember, he's that's a fortress, you know. That's 31 games without, without a loss. Probably the last game we lost there at home was 
probably Brighton before that. The second we lost that Brighton game, I said the home the home thing's gone. You know, like you walk into home games knowing you're going to get the points or at least some points. Like we know that as far as we're concerned under Ten Hag. Away, different story. At home, we got this. That's gone. Like that's gone. We could lose the Galatasaray right now. Like definitely, we could lose the Galatasaray right now, and I didn't see that before. You get me? Because if we could lose the Palace at home, of course we could lose the Galatasaray. That's not how it works, though. Kinda. Because that's not fun to catastrophize when it is to be drew, be drew with um, Tottenham. Now we're saying, oh, we can win the league. Yeah, but you uh, shit like there wasn't, there was no reason for you to be mad about drawing Tottenham. But we, there's a reason for United fans to think the world has ended. It's not just seven games. I I know that, and that's what I was trying to tell you before you were saying. Seven and seven. I'm like, oh, are you sure? That's a strong, strong statement that you're making there. And you're like, yep. No, I've got, go, going back, I said, that's the standards. That's not to say that's the expectations. The standards that I set for, for my players isn't it? and for my team. And looking at that run on paper, they need, they need a good run. You know what I'm trying to say? That with everything that's happened, yeah? Looking at that run on paper, especially with all the home games that we got, yeah? They, can't, they couldn't afford to lose one of them. Losing one of them is, is a catastrophe. Like regardless, go on with the next six. All right, cool, fine. But you still done. You, you are still done this. You get me? Yeah. The fingernail is long, man. This one. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna cut it. Sorry. Please do. I don't think Gene likes that. Um. So Liverpool, Spurs, man. And the did you see the offside? Off the back of that. Did you see the offside? Yes. Was it offside? No. <laughs> no. So that was crazy. Yeah, because that's a good game as well. You know, it was a decent game still, and um. I see someone put it in a group. I think Poet put it in a group because, oh, that's on side. So when he said it, it hadn't come up on my screen yet. Mm. You get me? So then I watched it and I said, oh, yeah, yeah, that's on. So I thought they'll just go through their motions or whatever mm. and they'll get the goal. And the game's still going on. And there's no, no, mm. what I'm saying. Wait there, what? Mm. Did the VAR thing? No, VAR didn't even check it. Like, VAR said check complete, said it's all right, whatever. And then they came out after the game and said there was a clear, obvious error. There was a mistake. The goal should have standard and all that. Yeah. That so, was that so was horrible. Is it not up to the other team to be like, nah, we want the bar thing? It's like, so long he hasn't been watching football. Yeah, man. Is I'm it, out of the loop, like man. like a cricket thing. Oh. <laughs> I'll take one of my three, please. Challenges and all that. <laughs> nah, you can't do that. Okay. And I think there's something to be said about once the restart happens, they can't go back. There's okay. certain circumstances. I don't know how VAR runs properly but there's certain circumstances where they can't get involved mm. or if after a certain amount of time if certain things happens then this decision has to stand or whatever so I think it was one of them ones okay but yeah that was disgusting and then they got two red cards but when they had nine men I didn't think Spurs was going to break them down I thought Spurs like they just ran out of ideas Liverpool just packed out the middle of the goal and obviously Spurs like attacked through the middle anyway, and they didn't switch it up. And it just didn't look like it just didn't look like they was gonna get through. That would have been devastating for them not mm. to do that. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like mm. it just didn't look like they was gonna get through. Last minute, Matip on goal. Mm. I was over the moon about that. Yeah, I wanted I needed Liverpool to lose, especially after the day I was having. You get me, I needed Liverpool to lose, so I was glad for that. But Spurs, man. North London might be white soon, man. <laughs> no? Well, if Jackie has a waiting, maybe. <laughs> 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 I was just <laughs> 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 
Yeah, no, big result for them though, man. Ange Ball, keep going. You know he's undefeated at home for his career or something like that? Mm. Again, oh. it's only been a few games. No, his whole career. No, I, I'm aware, but Ange Ball, this are next. Again, I really am interested in this whole PR around him. And I want to see what happens when his results don't go his way. And people start saying, oh, he's too soft. His management style is not... He looks like a good man management. He's definitely good with the press and all that. He's like the darling of the country at the minute. You get what I'm trying to say? I don't think... Because it's Spurs, I don't think they'll turn against him. I don't mm. think they'll turn against I think they'll cut him some slack. It's Spurs. So, of course, he's, well, he's not going to win every game. Like, of course, they're going to lose games. Mm. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? That So... But their style's changed. Mm. You get me? They're entertaining. You've got them playing. You've got them playing. I don't think they'll turn against him, you know? Like, I think everybody, I think people just manage their expectations. Because mm. even now, I don't think they're talking about Spurs like, I don't know, like title challenge and up. They're just up there at the minute and they're just doing well. But no one ain't really, mm. you get me? I saw a video of some... Um, Pseudo commentators comparing Madison and Odegaard. Okay. And like a lot of them were saying that Madison is better than Odegaard. Is that a sentiment that you hold also? I've never pit them against each other. Um, I wouldn't say that now. I think. There's a conversation to be had if he's obviously now he's in a bigger team. If he, if they stay at the top of the table, top doing top team stuff and he's performing the way he performs anyway. I think there's a conversation to be had. I don't know if I would say it now. I don't know, you know. I think Mad- Madison's very good, you know. Like Madison's extremely cold. He's making it in the England team, right? Oh, for, for who? Where's he going in England? Because um, I've seen Mount playing there. Man ain't been in the English setup in ages though. But yeah, I suppose he should yeah, he should, should he should he should he should be the English setup, yeah. Madison's very, very good, you know. Like a lot of teams missed the trick, not not buying that player. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Because mm. all they gotta do is go and have to take him from Spurs for hundred or ninety mm. or whatever it is, like mm. when you could have just got him for forty, like mm. that's all that's gonna happen. Mm. You're saying it's inevitable. What, that he leaves Spurs? Yes. Yeah, as long as he keeps playing like that, yeah, because he's good. <laughs> he's he's very good, like right? of course, of course they, no, can't, they, they can't keep him. Final destination anymore. Nah, not for him. Even with Angie. Super Angie. Mm, they've got a massive stadium. What if what if they start winning stuff in that? Mm. But that's the game. That's different, isn't it? If, he's, if they're winning stuff. I stop talking about it. This is not going to happen. I don't know why. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's push on. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, United are trash, man. They've been trash, though. Obviously, I've been putting up a good fight for a long time. But that Palace result was terrible, man. Don't know what we're going to do. Grazer's out. Anyway, let's get into Donut here. Ain't it nice, girls, to be in Donut here by 10.30? It's the energy we're going to have moving forward. <laughs> it's extra nice. Even that. All right, well, um, we can go into Donut here. Do you have to play that video about that fake, the girl who made the fake rape call because people want to but oh, they, people want their the, the Uber the yeah, foods peop, people are dying for their pound of flesh <laughs> you get me that was should we, sad should we, give them, should we give them what they want Brent mm-hmm. alright go on then click it okay I haven't even watched it I saw the caption on Twitter and I saw it and I just had to scroll past I don't 
I don't like, take things in that are stupid. But, yeah, I, I, I ain't got time for foolishness. I didn't need to see it. The cab driver, like, I'm literally with teachers right now and they told me to phone you, but he tried to rape me. And I'm crying and they're going to send me to the hospital. Are you okay? Okay. I'm just really scared. Okay. Like a 500 pound trip. I think it was 50 quid or something. It's Uber. It's Uber. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it must be like a... 50, it's not... No. Oh. I just looked at that and I thought, do you know what, yeah? She's obviously young, isn't it? Mm. I feel like... You know, with some young people, yeah, they don't understand like, the severity of some of the stuff that they do yeah. and the impact it has on others. Because I guarantee mm -hmm. you, she doesn't really understand the impact, the of, impact of a rape allegation. Do you understand what I mean? Is she done it here regardless? I'm I mean, not she, clearly, she, can't, she um, clearly does because she used it. It was a go-to No, move. but I'm not excusing the behaviour, but I feel, I'm just saying that it shows how dumb. Like how short like how, minded and like, short-sighted she is. Like you went that far for something. So, do you know what I mean? Mm. You could have been arrested, like if they didn't like, do whatever. Like, um, and all the, mm -hmm. sorry, all the other people that as well who have actually gone through that, all of that stuff just adds to the issues that they face. She's dumb, man. Like trolls on the internet not understanding the weight of what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, what you're saying. Because um, she, she doesn't understand what happens on the other end oh, of that particular thing. Basically. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. to you, it's like, I just want a refund. Yeah. I'm going to go to the extreme, but not realising that so many people are affected by this that. person's yeah. going to lose their job. Yeah, yeah. They're going to mm -hmm. get arrested. There's going to be an investigation. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. All of that. And for, for a refund. Yeah, and she doesn't realise she will also be pulled into this particular thing. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah. Yeah. Like, did she think she was going to make a call and that was going to be it? They're going to call you for questions. But that's what I'm test. saying. I feel like it shows... The lack of maturity. Yeah. Well, she's like okay. a college student or something like that. She's old enough to understand repercussions and all these things. I just think she no, doesn't care. I'm, I like, some, I'm not saying slow adults. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's not thinking it through all the way. Granted, but I don't know if it's just ignorance or whatever the word is. There, I think she, I just think she didn't care. Like that. She's like to draw for that. Yeah, mm. you know what that means. You can't say she doesn't understand. She knows. You know what I'm trying to say. That like, she like them kind of allegations are not a joke. You know what I'm trying to say. That like, you didn't care. You wanted your refund. You wanted something that was gonna be certified that they could, like. You know what I'm trying to say, and that was the verse that you went with. I'm not. I'm not. Give, I'm not. I'm, I can't state to say. Ah, uh, she's not. She. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? Mature. Yeah, and all these things. I like, no, just, we're not saying that. She, no, the she's, thing is, she, she didn't get done. Out of no, but you're saying that she didn't know. Like no, she's not. Like, like no, saying that she don't know what she's doing. She's very no, much aware but, of what she's doing. But let's be honest. I'm gonna say me at college school. Yeah. I guarantee you, I didn't realise the severity of rape to me now. I can like, also guarantee you wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't, of course. So what but are you doing But the point it? I'm making is, I'm not, yeah, the she's like, is, she's a kid I'm not excusing or justifying stuff. her behaviour at all. Like, mm. that's what I'm not doing. Like, she deserves to be done out here and she deserves to be severely punished. Do you understand what I mean? The same way when we read that story before, ages ago, I remember the girl who basically ended up cheating on her boyfriend and lied and said that this guy raped her because she didn't want to get caught cheating. You know, that, that kind of stuff. Mm. So I'm saying, like... I'm not saying that, like, you deserve a slap on the wrist. But I'm just saying, because I can tell that she's a young girl, like, and I know that she don't she don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, she's an idiot. Like, I'm not even here for gender wars. I don't really get involved in them. I'm not taking place in them. I couldn't, I couldn't care less. But this is not helping for all, like, all them, like, red pill man and that. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, this ain't helping. You're just giving them more fuel for their fire. Like, and the exception never proves, proves the rule to me, you know what I'm trying to say? But people are just going to use this and talk about 
or like because obviously you know, I have problems like with the fake with the fake claims and stuff like mm-hmm. that and the whole guilty to innocent proven innocent and all these things and it's not true. Blah, blah, blah. This is just gonna feed into more of that mindset. You know what I'm trying to say, that like, this is the this is the this is the receipts that they're gonna use when they're when they're when they're spouting their crap. That's just, that's why she doesn't understand like severity of what she's done and how it affects so many. Like it affects beyond you just getting your dumb refund, and yeah, that man. Imagine her just thinking that we're just gonna run it back. <laughs> like literally, just no, but just but that's what they think it is. Like showing a picture of the your cold food from Uber Eats. Mm. <laughs> And then running that was that. We're just gonna put it back. It's crazy. And then it ends there. Should there be like a, a punishment for these kind of things? Hundred percent. Yeah. Don't, don't don't like. Of course, 100%. I'm sure you get like um, charged or it's get a fined. crime. No. Something's happened. Yeah, something's happened. Yeah, something's happened. It's a crime. Because you're wasting police time as well, so it's definitely fine. Okay. There should there be harsher punishments for these things? She can't go to jail. Something yeah. like that. Some some equivalent should happen. No, she can't go to jail. Man, there's people, there's men who are who are actually doing shit. And they're not going to jail. That's no, but they ridiculous. should be in jail. That's ridiculous. But they they're should not. be. Yeah, they should be in jail too, though. Yeah, yeah they're not exactly. though because people wait. For, people are wanting and requesting evidence. So no, she cannot go to jail. Sorry, that's wild. That's wild. That's a wild suggestion to make. <laughs> <laughs> to me, if she's of age and like, let's just say, if she stopped it here and we saw it as a prank, fine. If she went to the stage of like going to the police station and and doing all that type of stuff, writing what happened, hundred percent, she should go to jail. But if it just stops here, then obviously we know she's just being a child, being stupid. There needs to Even be... Even if... But hold on, sorry, sorry, sorry. If she did order that, though, and then later on t- it turned out she was lying or she admitted that she was lying, I'm sure... Isn't that a criminal offence, though? Yeah, I think so. It is. Yeah, but there yeah. just needs to be harsher things. I hear where you come from, Esther, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And there needs to be harsher... Like community punish- service, yes, but I'm not going to be sitting here and talking about she should go to jail when there's real-life people who are committing crimes, but because some people are out here requesting yes. requesting their torn knickers, they don't get jail time. <laughs> that is no, stupid. There should be harsher punishments, yeah, for men that do that stuff yeah, anyway, 100%. yeah. They're like, for one, anyway. Yeah, granted, like, there, needs mm-hmm. to be, there should be harsher punishments for men that do that stuff, yeah. But so we don't have this grey area and so we could just take away the problem, yeah. If false rape claims and allegations, yeah, was punishable by jail, they would cut out They'd probably, they'd probably eradicate them. Yeah, 100%. You would think so. I mean, you would hope so. But if you do the t- crime, then do your time. Like, but it, it, like, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's a harsh punishment. Don't get me wrong. You mm. know those prison camp things? Scared yeah. straight, man. That's, yeah. that's literally what I thought. Yeah. yeah. She needs to meet that man at the door. You know what I'm talking about? That's who she needs to meet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what a time. Oh, no, I was man. waiting on you at the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. She's me in. Bob. What an icon, man. That's so funny. Yeah, there needs to be something. But, but I don't know, man. But yeah, she's definitely done it here anyway. Is that on my face or is that on the screen? What is this? Okay. I'm glad you stuck to that one. <laughs> <laughs> So you thought it was a beauty spot? No, it was, to be honest. I'd just be producing them. This is it. <laughs> Get into the outro, man. <laughs> Do you know, like, a, a group of um, women yesterday was telling me how handsome and beautiful I am. Where were you? I love that. Hmm? Where were is you? At the brunch. At the brunch. Because okay. brunch brings up, brunch is great vibes. Mm. That's Thanks how we complement each other as well. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> No, I said brunch brings up great vibes. Do you want to no, say no, what no, you, you, you want to say? What you want to say? You say what you want to say. When you're a Libra, you, 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 you tell people tell the truth. I'm serious. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's what they say. 
No, I mean, it's facts. Yeah, I heard someone say that if you look to kiss somebody while it's drunk, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? It's just a funny flutter. Fair play. I swear. Mm. It's a false... It's not an attraction. It's, it's not, it doesn't speak to the realities of the attraction. Because when you're sober... You might not want to go down down that route. Yeah, but then what if you've never had the Dutch courage and because now you're drunk, you have the courage to do it? I feel like it varies from person to person. Because you know, but what it's I mean? not absolute where it's like anyone you want to kiss when you're drunk, that's because you think they're fine. And you're most sober day, you might not want to kiss them again. Well, these 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 <laughs> were older women that never had no intentions for me. I like older women. Know? What what age is? Because if they had intentions, they would have. How old are they? Yeah. 60 plus. 55, I think. Mm. Um, Are you sure they didn't make, they weren't trying to get you to... Grooming. You're trying to get me to do what? Not grooming, but be a young thing on there. On the oh. roster. No, I don't mm. think so. They was out with their daughters and stuff as well. Yeah, and then I mean, it, what's, that, what's that ever stopped? It was just a, a wholesome, cougar. it was just a wholesome family brunch. That's sweet though. Friends and families and that, the girls were doing their thing. And they were like, yeah, we was talking, I was telling them. And they all conf- they all conferred. They were like, yep, him. Proper. <laughs> <laughs> They're not over the hill, obviously. No, the young one said I was nice as well. Age? 28. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. White women tend to be kind of complimentary. To How do you know they were How white? How did we get here? Just How did to, you know they were white? Just trying to reduce your... <laughs> You're shy. He's trying to basically bring daddy's chest. You know what's annoying? <laughs> they was the whitest <laughs> women in the world. <laughs> so dumb. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. Hey, Fred. <laughs> now that's pardon. Brent's a hater. Oh, that's content. Brent is so a hater. Brent's going to leave us with that thinking no, it was all Brent beautiful is... black women. Just, but that's, yeah. <laughs> but that's genius, 55 so. is really 35 for blacks. You understand? Mm. Nah, nah, nah. Mm. They look 70 odd. That's wild. Uh, well, I love Brent, man. Never mind. Compliments are compliments. I don't care where I get it from. I hear that, man. Love that for Keep you. Keep him coming, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, that word rolls off the tongue too easy. <laughs> 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 it actually was on the tongue too quickly. Let's get into our actual. Nice, very nice show today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please, please, please like the video before you come out of it and also subscribe to the channel. We appreciate you guys for tuning in as you always do. Also big up our researchers as well for helping us curate the show. Um, follow us on our social media platforms. The day after TNB, there's been a lot. Brent was working over the weekend, boy. Mm-hmm. Doing overtime. Every time I went on my Instagram, got another DM, got another DM. So please kindly go on our Instagram pages. And TikTok, the day after TNB, and kindly repost our videos, share them, and do all that great stuff. Uh, follow us. No, I said that. Yeah, Thanks you can send you that lemons. Huh? Sorry? Thank you, Marks, by the way. For what? For what? It's time to share this stuff. I appreciate, appreciate you. Okay. A lot. Okay, okay that's great. Uh, <laughs> a year in. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, a year and a half. Uh, if you want to send dilemmas, the number is 75 if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. Can you say one more thing? Of course you can if it's quick. We're on 132 likes. Mm-hmm. Black History down. Month. Uh, why did you do that? If if you keep pointing out to this. This is it. They're not, this is it. <laughs> They're not doing this is it. Sorry, sorry. No, I just make 
I think I maybe just wanted to um, draw the correlation. <laughs> Black History Month. See what? <laughs> no, because you know when when we were talking what about what are you correlating? When we were talking about um, obviously God bless Shayla, right? No, nah, three hundred likes in ten minutes. Three hundred likes. Back. No, maybe. No, no, she is. She is. She is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is. Big up Shayla. Welcome home, man. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That, that means that, welcome. That, 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 that show, that show, 300 likes ASAP. Black History Month, positivity, 132. Oh, yeah, they're not happy with the Black History. Yes. Well, well done. <laughs> I'm telling them. Maybe, 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 I don't know. It's a Nigerian thing. Nah. See who happens in a different country next day. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think if it is, we start talking about just the positive stuff about our history. I think I will go up. Yeah. But when you're triggering people, they, this is it. It's the they're trauma. too distracted. It's, a trauma. it's the trauma. They're cool. too distracted to go and like things. Just just, just positive stuff now. Okay. Anyway, Good. you know what I like? <laughs> the front door. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 you know what I was about to say.